0: A new episode of ZenoChat. I'm one of the hosts, Tyler, along with my co host, Justin.
1: Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode.
0: Yes, welcome. Alright, we have a uh, few returning and one new guest today. Uh, returning with us is Mary. Hello. And David. Hey. Alright, and our newest guest is Chris. Hello. Welcome. So, today um, is a special episode. We're going to be talking about everyone's favorite combat android, Cosmos. Yay! Um, True icon. Yeah. So, before we go into that, we'll kind of go into our our usual episode flow. So, first up, we'll go into news. Um, so, I didn't really, since the last time we recorded, because this is our third episode, third week in a row that we recorded... The uh, only other news I could find recently was that um, with the new Animal Crossing game, New Horizons, um, Molotov did work on that.
1: Did they? Really? Yeah, Yeah, it's on the website. I think it's the Uh, same
2: team who helped with Splatoon and New Leaf as well, so they're consistent with that
1: no wonder you guys are all obsessed with it jeez
3: <laughs> i don't know what you're talking yes. about <laughs> I'm
1: at like a- no, i don't know what I, I don't know what you're talking about every day i'm not posting outfits all over the discord <laughs> actually
2: let's see how many hours am i at
1: yeah we're
2: i'm at 175 can- plus hours yeah oh
1: my that gosh. game was at what like just three weeks ago <laughs>
3: Yeah, Dang, I, you guys are like going has, hard
2: on this. <laughs> my boyfriend has like yeah. over 220
3: hours. I don't know Jeez. how many hours I have, but I, I do know I'm obsessed with it and play every day. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, we at
0: Zeno chat are obsessed with Animal Crossing.
3: But it's our way of like partying, but, like anyone else in the world right now. Is a way of like meeting up, partying, like searching yeah. items, doing stupid shit together in the game.
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly, that game yeah, couldn't like, have come at a better time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. They saw
2: the future. They had Monolith <laughs> saw the future, and they're like, we need to
0: release it in March. Yeah,
3: March, they had a vision. The they had a short vision.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, well, I-, I know we kind of talked about it. Last episode, but I don't know if you guys wanted to discuss it as well. The because the Xenoblade Definitive Edition got a uh, yes. release date. Um, oh, I'm excited! Uh, did you all re- uh, pre-order the
4: collector's set?
3: Or it was hard
4: I no. on Best Buy.
0: It was
3: hard because at I first that
4: people weren't able to.
3: Yeah, at first I was having trouble securing it copy because thing is you always have like the u.s sites they're always or almost always instantly like or close instantly release on their website but the canadian ones mm-hmm. they always follow like a few days afterwards with absolutely zero notices so there's a bunch of them that i missed out and like for a while it was full everywhere and at some point eBay Games had one that reopened that was just like, click. <laughs> so I managed to secure a copy. It was like, oh my God, this was stressful. <laughs> but yeah, I oh secured one.
1: Awesome. Did anybody manage to get the European one?
3: Um, that was
2: the one I would have gotten if I could, and I couldn't find it. So I was like, now nah, just get the normal version.
3: Yeah, there's that, but there's also the question of like, would it be compatible? That's also the thing. I don't know if it's region free. Uh- Oh, it, is. it the, is. The yeah. Switch
0: is region free. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. It absolutely
1: is region free.
0: Yeah, because I, di- I didn't jump on the American one fast enough, but since the European one looks like it has a little bit of a better set, that's uh, kind of tempting to get.
2: Yeah, it looks so much nicer.
3: Oh my
1: goodness, they got treated.
3: Oh is that a the one with
1: vinyl. the vinyl? Yeah. Yes, a vinyl. God. Like I don't even have a record player.
3: Although yeah, I'm it looks so, so good. I'm still happy the American one still has the art book though. I've always sold mm-hmm. two art books. Mm-hmm. I love art books.
1: <laughs> yeah, the art books are nice. Uh, I mean, I think every Zelda game has shipped with an art book. Yeah, in the states.
3: Yeah, sometimes yeah. they
1: had 2,
2: two ship with one, or
1: was it after the special one? edition had it?
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh.
1: Yeah, the original one had the small one that came with it. She pre-ordered uh, the special edition for Zelda: Blade Cross had one. Zelda: Two had one, and mm-hmm. I guess Torna didn't really have one because it technically wasn't... Well, I guess it is a full release. It's one of those weird ones where it's, like, kind of both.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's exciting. Um, Is there any other news that I might be overlooking?
3: I don't think so. I don't think, aside from the trailer and all that stuff, I'm not sure. What? what? I did...
2: There were, like, some clarifications on Monolith's website about what specifically they changed in the remake and whatnot, but nothing big news-wise, honestly.
0: Ooh. Oh, did uh, they say anything specific? or
2: Kind of. They basically implied the main game is exactly the same, so, like, no extra voices for heart-to-hearts and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, it didn't really do anything too much. Uh, That one secret track is honestly the one thing that has me really excited right now news-wise. I want them to officially reveal that and tell us what that's about. Please. Please, please. I want this disco battle theme so bad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm wondering for that future connected, how that's going to play out. Um,
4: I'm glad that they uh, revealed that you could start it right away Mm -hmm. because I'm probably going to do that.
2: I just, I hope it's not too different of. Don't make the battle system too good and future connected, or I'm not gonna really, really, really want to go back and play the normal game so after. Just,
0: just like they did with Torna, yeah. Just like how they did with Torna, yeah. Had that different battle system.
2: Uh, Torna is so much better.
3: Although I love Xenoblade too. But I, I do is so hope, like, even if the game is mostly the same, like, I do hope that they do improve the battle system a tiny bit at least, because.
2: Even if it's just rebalancing.
3: Yeah, but also, like, the, the pacing of it, like, the old battle mm-hmm. system was kind of a lot slower, like, and less yeah. flashy, kind of, so it'd be nice for them to head on to what was there, but with their new engine and stuff. It would be really nice.
2: Mm-hmm. I wonder if the Monado is still going to slow down the game frame rate-wise whenever you use
3: <laughs> Oh, God. But at the same time, like, I mean... I think back then it was also a lot of, like, that game was kind of demanding on the Wii's, maybe, so... Yeah! I think on the Switch we should be okay? I mean, Xenoblade 2 was okay, so, I mean, if they're making this for the Switch with what the Switch is capable of handling, I think it should be okay. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> the real question, will handheld mode play okay? Will it help, Will it hold up, yeah? Yeah... <laughs> Yeah, I played but- a lot of Xenoblade Two in handheld mode, and yeah,
1: yeah, yep, same <laughs> here. It's better. not good. <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: Could have been Tournament better. It was a little better, but was, I'm hoping since but- it's an older game, and while it is a new engine, they maybe were able to work a little more with it. I know it's not your priority, Monolith, and the game comes out in like two months. But if you hear me, please, please make it look good in handheld mode. That's all I want.
3: <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Because right. there's there's way you could like change it or tweak a bit the graphics so that it would not lower the quality, but it would just maybe lower a bit of a bit of the textures or the renders to make it less demanding on the console. Enhance.
2: Like Dragon's handheld mode, you play
3: Xenoblade 3D. <laughs> yeah,
0: but like Dragon Quest, that's a good example. <laughs>
3: they did, they did a good job on making it stable. So, uh-huh.
0: oh god, yeah. yeah, that Dragon Quest 11 port is yeah, it's really awesome. good. Okay, well, um, before we go into talking about Cosmos, Chris, since this is your first time on the podcast, would you like to go into your uh Zeno history with us?
2: Sure, um, so I think it was my freshman year of college, so like late 2014, early 2015 um i had found because shulk was in smash i was like who is this twink and <laughs> i looked into it and i found lp's xenoblade and i watched it. and everything i was like hmm and then i heard the new 3ds was coming out so i was like all right i'm gonna buy that which was a bad financial decision but it was great i played through all the xenoblade it was really really fun and it was cool so then i watched an lp's xenosaga shortly after um it was very confusing um i think xenosaga is a better game to play than it is to watch um but I really enjoyed that, too. Um, X, I didn't, and I kind of fell off the series for a bit. And then Xenoblade 2 was coming around, and I was one of those people who was apprehensive. But then I got Cosmos early on, which is very on theme for this episode. Oh. She was the second Blade I got. I got her right as I was getting annoyed with the game, because Perune was my first Blade. And Perune's summoning cutscene is not a good way to get someone like me into the game. <laughs> um, so getting her shortly after was very, very nice, and it made me really love the game. And I got to replay X recently, and I enjoyed that more. And also Xena Saga, which actually came at a very good time in my life. Um, so I've got a very strong connection to that more so than Blade. But, you know, I still like the series all as a whole. It's a pretty good series. Yee. I don't think I'd be here if I didn't like it. So,
0: <laughs> We're happy to have you. And while well, you were lucky to get Cosmo so early.
3: Yeah, yeah. I grinded it <laughs> oh, so freaking hard for her. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I think they knew. I think they had a feeling like oh shit, he already paid. We got to help him. Shit, shit. Go, go,
1: go. That's like with me. Like I I spoke about how when I got Cosmos, it was after I got pissed off at the game and I didn't play it for I think like a good week, week and a half or something like that. It was a while that I just <laughs> stopped playing the game. And then the first crystal I opened was Cosmos. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's
3: hilarious it's like
2: you just gotta be mad at it that's all
1: you just gotta be mad at it Yeah. I
3: think that's the thing I was not mad Is at it I, I was like mm-hmm. I was starting to be desperate of wanting her but like I was not mad at the game I love the game hardcore so that may be the problem mm.
2: oh no Peru. Like Peru made times. me very uncomfortable <gasps> oh David oh no <laughs> if it makes you feel better I played through the game seven times and only recently learned Cassandra was my last <laughs> grade I didn't know you actually had to get her through a quest, so I replayed it six times so I could get her. So oh,
5: oh no. that sucks.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah I, got... I wasn't
2: paying too much attention.
3: I I played only once so far, but it's also because I have so many games in my backlog that I'm like, if I start a new game plus of this thing, I'm never coming out of that hole.
1: Xenoblade so. oh, yeah, Two
2: built my backlog a lot. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's a very time-consuming game. I mean, I still play it from time to time. I've actually only done one playthrough, but in that one playthrough, like, I have almost 300 hours into it because I just spent, like, almost 200 extra hours just screwing around and playing with the battle system and doing yeah, extra quests, think, maxing out affinities. I think
3: when I cleared the last boss, I had like 250 hours or something. Wow. <laughs> because yeah. like, like I'm the a completionist set art, so I was doing a bunch of stuff. I was still not done with all the plays, of course. Obviously, I'm still not done, but yeah, I think right yeah. now I'm over 300, but I'm not exactly sure how many.
0: <laughs> yeah, that game wow. has so much content.
1: Post game is a lot more fun yeah. for me, at least. Because like by that point, you understand the battle system and like how it works. And then you actually mm-hmm. learn how to become effective at, at doing the affinity. So like I can get a lot done in that game in a pretty short amount of time because yeah. I just spent so much time optimizing everything. And then that's when it becomes fun. Uh, but I, I mean, like I finished the game at around 90 hours and it was a kind of a hit or miss experience for me. There's parts of it that I loved. It kind of came off of like, it kind of started off on the wrong foot with me, but then it got a lot better as I went along. And then by the end of the day, I was like, you know what, I, I, I'm okay with this. And then once I got to post-game, then I started to really appreciate the game.
2: Yeah. I think I finished at, like, 60 hours, and I only finished so early because I saw a video on YouTube, and it was like, the connection between Xenoblade 1 and 2, I was like, shit! No, 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 no! Uh. So I had to rush <gasps> and finish the game, because spoilers were on the internet, and that's why I have to play Future Connected early, because it's probably gonna be on the internet a week before release, and it's gonna be a well, very painful week.
1: true. Yeah, um, people keep spoiling stuff, like, I think FF7 remake spoilers are up right now, because I yep. think, like, some people got the copy early.
2: Yeah. I think the whole movie is online actually of all the cutscenes. scenes so wow.
0: oh geez yeah that's fast
1: that's insane
0: <laughs> today we are going to be talking about cosmos everyone's favorite combat android um so let's get started um so yeah cosmos was developed by shion uzuki and kevin winnicott to battle the gnosis threat um Yeah, she's basically become the series Zenosaga's mascot character in a way. Kind of how she kind of keeps the legacy alive. Um, What are you guys' opinions on Cosmos exactly?
3: She's my wife. She's an icon. (laughs) 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 But, yeah, I just... Well, of course everyone's gonna say this, probably, but she is a cool android. Badass android, but... Aside from that, I think as a character, she has a very interesting development, so like, I really enjoy her as a whole, as a character, both design and character and badass levels, <laughs> everything. So yeah, that's pretty much my opinion about it. I love her. She's great. Yeah. She's an icon. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, I love her and I love how, like, all of my stuff like my Xeno shrine, the stuff that I'm displaying has her on it, like the books and the, same. the games. And yeah. yeah, she's just there. It's like the first thing I see when I walk into my room. I do wish there was more
3: merch of the other characters of Xenosaga. Yeah. Oh, same. <laughs> for
0: for first a, for a second, I thought you were gonna say I wish there was more Cosmos merch. But it was like, well, I
3: don't say don't do that part. either. I mean, I did pre-order the big <gasps> oh, Cosmos fake. No. So.
0: Yes, May. Yeah, this is one reason I hope to have this episode up by the time she releases in May. Hopefully releases in May. I know that. Oh,
2: do you mean the refigure? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I really yes. wanted that one. God. I missed yeah. out on it.
3: <sighs> yeah, I think there's um, still the more there's still more pre-orders. I think they closed recently. Oh.
0: Dang. It
3: took a while but, but they ho- closed like this week or the week before.
0: Oh, she looks so gorgeous. Yeah.
2: Mhm. I
3: have um, my altar, yeah.
0: she's pretty. Oh, sorry. <gasps> Ooh, the, oh, I wanted to get the altar, but I did. I was too slow at Katsukon to get her. But I, I always I wanted always the altar,
3: but the, the one day it's, it's so expensive, I was just like, yeah, I'll just like be satisfied with the new one. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, I, yeah, I, well, I really love Kospos too, I have all this merch of her, and I... It's, it's hard because I know sometimes she kind of fits that, that that archetype of like the android character that develops emotions blah 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 but um, I think a lot of it was uh, I guess her relationship with Shion that really um, uh, did it for me yeah. a, as a character
2: oh yeah honestly I don't think you could even talk about Cosmos without talking about Shion and spoilers to be honest like I really don't think you can get into how to just the complexities of her without Shion being there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Like, right.
1: Yeah, but I think uh, one of the appeals of Cosmos uh, is like the element of mystery to her. Mm-hmm. Like right down to when she's first revealed in the original Zenosaga, saga. It's like you're seeing Cosmos, but you don't even see her face for a while. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, it's just like there's so much mystery. It's like, who's this robot? You know, and she's got a very visually striking design. Like her hair just kind of gets your attention right from the get go. Yeah. Like you look Especially at you look with at those Cosmos.
2: Effects. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And that was more pronounced in this. That was more pronounced in the second game. But like you look at Cosmos and the first thing I notice is her hair um and just like it's just a very visually striking design and I really and I really enjoy it and I like to see how it gets evolved as the game goes on, and as she learns new abilities, too. I always thought that was really, really interesting how they did that. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. But also, how she develops from being just an android with barely any emotion, to what she becomes in little Saga tree with more emotions and more understanding of, like, people's feelings and stuff, and I think that's also very interesting.
1: Right, because there's a lot that cosmos needs to learn in terms of her own abilities, and also learning just what humans are because, especially early on, she doesn't quite grasp the idea that, like, she's a lot more powerful than most people out there. Yeah. She doesn't fully grasp the concept of death, even.
2: She's also very apathetic, just in general,
1: early on. Exactly. Because it's all concepts that hasn't really been programmed into her. She doesn't really know what she doesn't really know apathy she doesn't even realize that she's being that way she doesn't realize that she is potentially very dangerous to a lot of people she's just following orders and that's and that's what she is in the first game she's just a robot that's following orders but is learning about yeah absolutely <laughs> and she's gradually learning about the world and the people in it as she goes along with shion and all this crazy stuff happens to them
0: yeah, because, yep. I mean, especially in episode one, when, uh, on the uh, Wuglende, when she basically mows down Virgil just right. because he was in the way. Exactly. It's, and basically her goal is to protect Chion, and then that doesn't mean she has, she basically could sacrifice people that are in her way that might, you know, go against her mission.
1: She's a very logical uh thinker and it makes sense. She's a robot, right? So most of her actions are going to be calculations. Yep. And so, you can even
2: see the calculations as she's looking at Virgil. Like you can see it's not like a human decision, it's just mm-hmm. protocol to her,
4: basically. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Yep. Exactly. And
4: it's it's really interesting too because there's not very many like Android like there's not very many like humanoid androids in Xenosaga. Yeah. Like
3: discounting right, they,
4: like realians and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, the database in three yeah. says it's pretty anachronistic for right. The, yeah, there was a, there a discussion to be an android like cosmos.
0: Yeah, I there's there even a someone on the
2: oglende who says that.
0: Exactly. Yeah, they they had a discussion about how yeah how that was yeah because at like this an point. android
2: in these days
3: yeah because at this point they already had the technology to pretty much make biologic copies of right. human people or whatever which is mm-hmm. pretty much what like realities are as far as i know right go. which is so like technically speaking so, like, technically, more advanced a- and android is like dinosaur technology to them
1: <laughs> it- exactly it's outdated technology uh, the realians are technically far more advanced than anything cosmos is just on paper at the very least
4: yeah do realians follow asimov's laws like the androids do i wonder mm. That
3: I—that's sure. a, a
1: good know. question, actually. I—I want to say no, because it seems like the Reallians... The
3: realities, I think, they have a bit more of like their own wills and stuff. Yeah, um, except maybe for it's some like, exceptions. Cosmo's is like
4: purely logistical. Um, yeah, so- exactly.
3: While well, Reallians, they have their own emotions and stuff from the get go. They already have a emotion thing.
1: Yeah, I think the Reallians tend to have a bit more free will. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it's kind of like—I hate to make a Mega Man comparison, but it's kind of like that in a, in a Although, few ways. Also, it depends um,
3: because also the combat Reallians are pretty much sacrificed like toys if in bad situations happens. Just yeah, they have a bit more free wills, but I think I would say in some situations maybe they're just the same. I don't know, but they're disposable. Wouldn't the
1: Reallians make that decision on their own? Terms though, uh,
3: yes and no. Because remember when Virgil pressed the button to sacrifice them? Oh, that's right. There you go. Yes, <laughs> yeah, they, they have oh, yeah,
1: like a, an override. That's right. They, they do have an override
3: center of some kind,
4: and I think they're connected via the UMN. Which uh,
3: maybe I think so. Cosmos is connected
4: to the UMN, but not in the same way. Yeah, yeah. She's in like a
2: Zohari way. Um,
3: right. Should we talk about the archetype?
0: Oh my god! Of gosh, cosmos, yes. that is because a that...
3: horror story. <laughs> yes,
0: before, um, yeah, before the, you, we see the uh, cosmos at the beginning of the game, they there was another cosmos that uh, was developed, um, and she went kind of out of control and <laughs> killed a bunch of people, including one of the creators, uh, Kevin, which was Gian's fiance at the time. And that scene in episode one is terrifying.
3: Yeah, and like... But now
0: that I know I don't even
4: feel bad.
3: Yeah, (laughs) me neither. (laughs) 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 Well, she does suffer from it, though. But at the same time, it's still kind of very scary. The fact that you just see, like... Cosmos like turning her head around she's, like, like, like a owl or something,
4: <laughs> yeah, like janky
1: movements, and, yeah, yeah, like, like and just the way she jumping moves around is like really creepy and like
3: pretty much smacking people away or just like running at not even running, just walking in a very uh-huh. like Pouncing. intimidating manner toward the victims and stuff, but in the end, it's just. Sheon pretty much shoots her in the hand to stop her, but she does destroy a whole helicopter before that. <laughs> oh
2: man, that's some big trauma for Sheon.
3: <laughs> yeah, God, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like you lose your fiance, but and you also lose your project, and your project also murders a bunch mm-hmm. of people. Just you... <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. But it's also because uh, you take activated her when she was not ready. But I think mm-hmm. if I remember right, it was still. There was something, I think, that activate that told her to do this, too, because I, I know everything was pretty much <laughs> planned. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, I actually had a it
2: question was, about that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, mostly I was just wondering, cause, and apologies, this is going to be, like, big, big spoilers. Um, oh, whatever, so this episode's going to be spoilers. go away. <laughs> go away, Nick. Um, but... <gasps> So how much of that was Cosmos just not being ready to operate, and how much of that could have possibly been the fact that Mary's body, or Mary's uh, subconscious, was basically ripped out of heaven and translated into a robot body connected to cords and whatnot? Like, have you, um, you know, in Evangelion, like, mm-hmm. how the certain models just kind of react horribly under stress for spoiler reasons? <laughs> um, yeah. How much of it was that? How much of it was, like, an overwhelming amount of power? Like, overall, just... Ooh, the archetype is horrifying. Like, especially with the piercing red eyes that just...
0: Yeah, I'm thinking it was probably intentional on, um like, Testament, like, Kevin's side mm-hmm. uh, in order to instill this traumatic event on Xi'an. Um, yeah to be used um, but that is actually an interesting way to think about it as well Um, though like hmm, that's something to think about
4: I just had a thought about it the whole thing was all set up though Mm -hmm. yeah right.
2: but not necessarily on her part is what I mean not (laughs) she on on, uh, Mary's part because in terms of Mary's involvement with that it's entirely non-consensual she's not a part of that plan no she's not
3: it was mostly probably them inserting a code into the Cosmos and do stuff. I don't know. But that's also something that's been... like It's been mentioned that it was planned, but it's not been mentioned how it was planned, at least, as far mm-hmm. as I know. Like, it was just mentioned that, yeah, it was part of the plan.
2: <laughs> I think that's one of the things that just comes with Zeno Saga being cut short. We weren't going to see some things.
3: Yeah. Yeah, a a few details like that just falls into a hole you have to dig for or try to dig for. Mm -hmm. Well,
0: I guess we kind of danced around it a little bit, but um, like Cosmos' relationship with Shion, as you guys said earlier, um, you can't really uh, mention Cosmos without mentioning that relationship, and I think that's one of the really interesting things that defines cosmos yeah because um, throughout the series i mean like she on herself kind of in a way like i think in episode one she would say sometimes she feels like she's a mother to her or she's a sister to her um and i guess if you i mean you don't really have to look into it too deeply but like queer theory wise you could definitely say that they, they have a very, very close I think relationship. think it's a more romantic thing. Right. Um. They're
2: lesbians. That's a joke. Not actually lesbians. But uh, I think it's funny because we were just talking about the archetype. She starts off as like a source of trauma for her. Mm-hmm. And over time, you know, she's the focus of her career. So so much of her life is dedicated to keeping an eye on her and keeping her under control. And then Mm -hmm. by the end of episode three, as she becomes more human and empathetic, she becomes a stoic source of comfort for her even. Um, I don't remember exactly when in the story it was, but there's that one scene um, where Xion is just broken with everything going on because she's not really handling her trauma right. And Cosmos Mm -hmm. can't really do much because she's still an android, but she just stands there for comfort as Xion just goes in and hugs. And she still can't say much, but just being able to be there She's got that guardian mm-hmm. aura, so being there comforts she on by the end compared to how it started off.
3: Yeah.
0: Hmm.
2: Sorry, I hope that made sense. Yeah,
3: I'm it does right make sense. sense.
0: Yeah, that I there's a moment. I mean, uh, in episode one that I I really like, um, when um they're like on the Durandal, um, and Junior showing them uh Betty, the the Gnosis. Girl, and mm-hmm. Mobo kind of has this moment where she kind of has a like ha- have like an identity problem, and then afterwards, Chian and Cosmos are kind of talking to her, and then Cosmos kind of like drops some facts, and and Shion's like, "Hey, that that was great. You're you're really helping out." And Cosmos is like, "That wasn't my attention, but okay." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <It> was- <laughs> I-, I-, I just thought it was a really sweet moment where it's like she's kind of yeah giving like this sentimental uh, I don't know, moment to help with Momo's issues um but yeah sorry that was kind of a weird tangent and it's not just
6: because of the environmental bugs the work he did on realians was incredibly insightful The fundamental gnosis research Professor Misrahi left behind played a critical role in the development of modern anti-gnosis technology. Thanks for the backup, Cosmos. I'm really glad to see you react like that. Empathizing with the feelings of others is a major factor in human relationships. Although I do not believe that the current situation called for me to act in an empathetic manner, I am pleased to be of service to you. (laughs) I think Cosmos is really funny. Too bad she doesn't take instruction very well.
2: It's funny because typically people are like, oh, you're such a good hugger. And then Cosmos is just there to be hugs for
3: comfort and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. But yeah, it, it's true, like, it's true that, like, the scene you mentioned, like, it was one of the first scenes, I think, where Cosmos kind of showed her says something that was kind of like trying to cheer up someone without really realizing mm-hmm. so realizing it herself and I mm-hmm. think it's it's it was pretty cool at the moment to show that oh look like Coastal just did something to help someone else that fell down without really realizing it that like it's so nice it happened to see and like even a bit further like you know what even at the end of, of 1, like, she pretty much, like, goes, but even before the end, like, there's a few moments where she just saves the whole ship, and you can see that she does cares for the others. Of course, mm-hmm. ultimately, she's probably just protecting Shion in a way, but she still mm-hmm. tries hard to protect the others as well, uh, like, as event goes and stuff, you know? So I think it's pretty interesting especially the I really, really love the ending of one where like she she just like runs up to like the ship and y well everything's yeah falling the pain down scene. and then afterwards like how she pretty much uh team up a bit with Chaos Power to do that whole wing stuff around yeah, the conspiring ship to save with it. Chaos. It was just like, Oh my god, this this was so cool. But yeah,
5: <laughs> actually
2: now um, oh
3: sorry
1: all right i was gonna say like since cosmos is such a logical thinker or so she appears to be do you think that and i don't know if the game and i don't remember if the game ever touched on this but do you think that cosmos keeps a record of her emotions or like the way she responds to a particular type of problem so that she when- has what was that
2: you know kind of like um Just, like, notes that she takes, um, not, like, of her emotions, I would assume, um, Mm -hmm. because I don't know how much, how much does she actually feel before, you know, the whole fusing with Mary deal, uh, how much of that is, but also, um, I feel like, just similar to, like, you know, how people will do with medical cases, or... Uh, scientific experiments, just non-personal notes of everything that's going on. I can see that she probably has like a backlog of notes in her. Yeah, because what I'm
1: that. what I'm wondering is maybe the way her emotions work is that she acts right, and then she keeps a log of the way she acts, and then she analyzes every single situation so that when future situations occur, she compares that to previous patterns she's seen before. Mm-hmm and then deduces a new solution in terms of how she should act.
3: Yeah, I think I think she she must have done that because I mean, you know, that interaction with Momo was one of the first interactions where she helped out someone else and Mm I I feel like she probably kept that in her database to then like get better at dealing maybe with people saying oh i did something good okay i'll take a note you know so
1: so like she's she's noticing i i wonder if like she just notices patterns because i do believe they did outright say that she does have some very specific emotions that are pre-programmed and i
2: actually have that quote i was about to say that um, okay, yeah. She says something along the lines of a pre- predetermined set of emotions has been hard coded into my emotion module to better facilitate interactions with humans. Um, in order to be- better facilitate a relationship with people, she emits sadness when needed, but only when needed. And then she on after needed. is like spilling her emotions and being like, man, this is so sad, isn't it? And then Cosmos comes back with the best clapback of all time. The algorithms I have been programmed with do not support the comprehension of illogical human
3: thought.
6: The algorithms I have been programmed with do not support the comprehension of illogical human thought.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Damn, Cosmos, that's cold.
3: <laughs> yeah, but that was at the very beginning of the game too. Like it's mm-hmm. before she's seen anything, or before she's even woken yep. up. So in a way, like it's like her, her own line. reality is like only the simulation. So,
1: mm-hmm. well, yeah, well, this is this is exactly what I mean. Like, yeah. I wonder if that's where her emotions are coming from. Uh, before, obviously, like the whole Mary thing, before mm-hmm. all that happens, I wonder if that's kind of what's creating her own sense of I guess human logic is that she's looking at all these backlogs of the way she's acted the way she's seen other people acted and has wondered if she, if she has the ability to essentially fine-tune her own emotions mm-hmm. based on a pattern she notices
2: yeah I could see yeah. that learning like an AI yeah,
1: yeah like I wonder if that's kind of how it it works at least in Zeno Saga episode one. I would imagine that's how it would work.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, another thing like by the time of episode three, um, after um, her our third version was destroyed by Telos, and then version four uh, activated. Like after that fight with uh, Voyager on the Elsa, like Cosmos like ap- apologizes to Sheon if she co- caused her any. Undo like emotional stress or something like that, and I was like, wow, that was. I thought that was a really telling of how far she has gone to Mm -hmm. like basically apologize for stressing Xi'an Now,
6: Cosmos, thank goodness I was so worried about you, Xion. It appears that I have caused you. Undue emotional stress while my functions were suspended. I must apologize. You should. I was really worried about you. I'm so glad you're alright. Cosmos. Shion.
2: It's a lot better than when Shion threatened to commit suicide in episode one, and she said, I suggest you do as you please.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but then when she's about to say, to pretty much just do it for real, like, Ghostbusters just comes around, <laughs> or, like, she gets, I think it's mostly Chaos that does, like, say, oh, mm-hmm. maybe we should help them, and, and Ghostbusters is just mm-hmm. so preoccupied with, like, where the crap did he come from <laughs> that she just doesn't respond to anything. <laughs>
2: And you can even yeah, she, see, I didn't notice my first time, you can see on her uh, UI and her headset and everything, you can see her looking through records and analyzing him and everything.
3: Yeah, but it's cute because yeah, she's, for a second he was not there at all, and then the next second mm-hmm. he was there, yep. like, magically, and she's just like, Yeah, she's what? even
2: looking back at, yeah, you see her looking back at the video to see exactly when he comes in. It's yeah, like, she's basically
0: stunned in the silence. hmm
4: Yeah. Just rewind uh, the footage. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, holy
3: shit. But yeah, that's just something Chaos can do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just something he can do.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna shoot that <laughs> like, everywhere I can. Because it always cracks me oh up. Oh
0: my god, I'm sorry guys.
3: <laughs> it's okay. Oh, you're fine. It's okay, we're gonna have it. They'll go as a guest. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Go ahead and introduce yourself. <laughs>
0: Well, we have the cats of Xenochat, now we have a dog of Xenochat. Yeah! <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> Dogo, when,
3: when did you start playing Zeno games? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, well, another thing we've been... Um, I don't know if we want to go into it just yet. Um. Well, since we kind of mentioned it, what did you guys think of, well, I was going to say <clears throat> the relationship between Chaos and Cosmos, but I don't know if we can fully go into that without maybe we should go ahead and just I mean, talk about the big We already talked about, about I mean, spoilers,
3: you, so at this point y- yeah.
4: well, I mean, we didn't, well, we didn't well, no, touch that's touch on not...
2: one thing with that yet though, because we didn't mention anything about um, Shion being the Maiden, so we haven't even touched that whole yeah. old history yet to be honest, so we can go into that.
0: Um, well okay, so okay, I mean the thing we've been kind of dancing around, we've M- mentioned Mary several times. It's because um, ultimately, Cosmos Just has, say uh, it! So- <laughs> Cosmos <laughs> No, I gotta stretch this out for 30 more minutes. Uh, no. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Cosmos has the spirit of Mary Magdalene inside of her. She is the reincarnation. Yeah. Um, which is- she is potentially the same historical figure, or biblical figure as but I mean, it's pretty much applied, um,
3: yeah, which, more so um,
2: than chaos, yeah, actual Yeshua.
3: Yeah, the thing is with chaos, I feel like you had a bit of the shorthand of the stick, like, his part of the backstory it was never fully well shown, per se, but I still enjoyed the little snippets of like basically. Them foreshadowing all the time with chaos. i would be like, "What do you know? <laughs> just tell me it's what like you chaos. know.
2: Tell us the answers." But it's and just like he just waves away. It's just he like just waves and disappears.
3: It's just <laughs> like it's just something I can't do. Bye.
0: <laughs> Smile and wave. Yeah. Smile and wave.
3: But it's like okay, yeah, um, okay. You're 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 cute. It's fine. I'll I'll forgive you for not telling me anything.
0: <laughs> Which I kind of wanted more relationship. I mean, not necessarily a relationship, but like something between Cosmos and Chaos more because they have some moments throughout the series but yeah ultimately they I don't know they're definitely
2: one of the less explored um character interactions in the game to be honest and
1: it's a shame because it seems like there's a lot there yeah yeah they have a history
0: like Chaos like knew Mary Magdalene he was close with her
1: I feel like if you ever got, like, the fourth game, that probably would have been one of the big things they would have showed. Yeah. hmm Yeah.
0: But then there, like, there's some parts throughout the series where, like, there was that time in episode one where Chaos visited Cosmos while she was basically asleep in bed. Mm-hmm.
3: And, um... and, yeah, he's pretty much like, where's the real you? <laughs>
0: Mm -hmm.
2: People really like to watch Cosmo sleep in episode one now that I think
4: about
5: it. Yeah. A lot of creepers.
4: She's She's actually asleep a lot in the series.
3: She is.
4: God, yeah.
3: She's sleepy. Yeah, Yeah. well, she she does have a battery It does have to recharge, so... (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: It's it's all those windows she keeps punching.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that... That scene in episode one. That's one of my favorite scenes, by the way. (laughs) Yes, when she threatened the crew of the Elsa. That was. Failures to comply will result
1: in the destruction of this window. (laughs) Punch from a girly like you wouldn't even dent.
6: One more strike and this window will shatter. It appears that none of you are wearing spacesuits. Keep in mind that I am making this proposal with goodwill. I could just as easily toss you out into space and take over the ship.
2: I wonder Beautiful. if Post-Most just judged right away from what his hat said, like, Mm-mm, I'm not taking any <gasps> bullshit.
1: <evil> mm-hmm. <laughs> You're a boozer. goodbye to your window.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the next day, she's washing dishes in the Elsa diner.
3: <laughs> yeah, she, she's washing dishes and she's like, yeah, it's kind of hard to, like, uh, calculate the amount of strength required for this. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and then there's just a
2: pile of broken dishes that you can talk to next to her. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: it's hilarious. Uh, oh wait, actually. oh, never mind actually. My bad.
0: Oh, you're fine. Um, but yeah, um, ooh, kinda Oh wait, actually, yeah, place, I did find it.
2: I'm sorry. Um oh, what, what's So like? I actually meant to say this back when the archetype happened, but um this kind of relates to relationship with Sheon, anyways, because of how big of a source of trauma it is. Um, you mm-hmm. would think that it wouldn't, but Cosmos's archetype costume is a costume in the Japanese re-release of this game. So you can oh, traumatize yeah, no. Shion as much as you <sighs>
3: want while playing this game, because it's available oh. in like the Woglen day. <laughs> was it the greatest hit yeah. Japanese version that we never got? The reloaded.
0: To? Uh, reloaded, yeah. <laughs> reloaded, yeah. And basically Momo the a final mix
3: yeah.
2: of Xeno.
0: Yeah, that that was interesting.
2: Oh no, I found Mokos on the wiki. Do we have to talk about Mokos in a Cosmos episode?
0: Oh god, I mean, we we can. I Even mean, you've already summoned her, so it's too late. We, we, we got <laughs> Oh no.
2: Well, I guess a good place to start, does anyone have one?
3: No.
0: No, god, god no. <laughs> no. So could you uh, describe what Mokos is for us?
2: <sighs> Horror. Trauma. Disgusting, shameful.
3: <laughs> just, a just posted like uh, a, a, a <laughs> she is that Shion? Yeah, that's Shion. I think yeah yeah it she, is is she on the uh, emo thing of like shooting something
1: <laughs> a shooting archetype <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. yeah Mokos she sh- was she's a... shooting
4: Mokos
0: yeah <laughs> was that the figure that came with the special edition for Xenos episode two yeah I think that yeah mm-hmm. okay. And yeah, notice was... that
2: Monolith has never released a figure with a game ever again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty hideous and fans na- dubbed her Mo- Mokos.
3: I mean, if um, the face would have been better, the rest was alright. You don't it was like mostly that face? The face.
0: Yeah. You're not a that fan. That face is not good. There will be
3: You're a, not a fan? Uh, She's beautiful. What are you talking about? Yeah. No. No. This is an insult to Cosmos, okay? <laughs> yeah, warning
0: right now there will probably be a picture in the YouTube version right about here. So if anybody wants to like, look away, do so. Maybe we
3: should have had a scream to the picture whenever it comes up.
0: <laughs> oh, God, no. No. We don't want to give people a heart attack.
4: Nightmare
1: fuel. God. I mean, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate that, like, that figure didn't come out too well. There's other figures that kind of have, like, weird faces, too. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. the molds just aren't all that great. Mm-hmm. Like, this other one looks kind of weird, too. At least from that angle. But I like how it's Japanese um,
2: name that everyone uses is Jashin Koshmos, and Jashin is for Evil God.
3: <laughs> 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 it's hilarious.
0: Oh, and I think I remember... Um... I remember Pierre uh, said how uh, y- Yasuyuki Hon, uh, one of the people at Amalsoft, um, thought people's reactions to Marcos was hilarious, and <laughs> he he put a uh, there in one of the Botan Kaitos games. There's like a portrait uh, that has Marcos in it. I don't remember. Which oh, is that one what that
2: want. is? I saw that yeah. on the wiki, and I thought it was like a normal portrait of cosmos but it's mocos that's hilarious yeah that's yeah that's, <laughs> actually that's pretty funny he, <laughs>
0: had, he just threw that into button kaitos just to be uh
1: yeah well that's fun that at least they had fun with it they're mm-hmm. self-aware
0: right right um but yeah i guess before we kind of go further into cosmos and figurines i guess we could kind of go back into her in the series yeah. Um, well, especially uh, the ending of Xenosaga, um, which which if you think heart. about it,
2: that one piece of art that's really popular of Cosmos floating is like the most popular piece of Xenosaga art, and it spoils the ending of the game.
3: That's yeah. I
1: said. That's like yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a humongous it's spoiler. In
4: my phone wallpaper.
3: For yeah, but at the same time, someone <laughs> who never played won't really see the spoiler because it looks more like a sort of. uh... Vague kind of design that's supposed Wait, to present even- something without oh really showing, without really saying that this is what happens. Like even me, like I, I think because it took me a while to actually get Zero Saga* and I think I saw that art before, and I never mm-hmm. really connected point A and point B saying, oh, oh my god, this mm-hmm. is what's gonna happen to Cosmos, you know, so... Yeah. <laughs> so that, yeah. Oh my
2: god, but I'm so sorry. It's the art on the Xenosaga wiki in the background, like, for the entire wiki. <laughs> um, yeah. It's literally used yeah, for it's everything. <laughs> god, that's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, I had no idea about it either. I saw that art for years even before I watched Xenosaga, and I was like, oh, okay, it's an anime girl. And then I finished the game, I was like, oh... Oh
0: shit! Okay. Huh. Yeah, I remember seeing this artwork before Episode Three came out, and it's like, oh, that's really pretty. And yeah, but that's artsy. the thing—the composition
3: like, oh. of that art is beautiful. So that's why mm-hmm. I think it oh, got yeah, so it's popular. Gorgeous. Yeah. So I um, guess, like,
1: speaking of artwork, I guess is related. Uh, what do we think about like? Each of Cosmos's iteration, like you got the version one, obviously, then you get version two, then version three. Like, do any of you talk have a two. favorite? Or what was that?
2: We don't talk about version two.
3: I love it. Oh, I love version two, two. Is kind of interesting. No, no, no. I, I like. Actually I actually was... like
2: version two the most. I like her little uh, visor thing that she has. How it almost yeah. looks like a tattoo. Her in-game model, though, that
1: <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> but what's interesting about version two is like that. It's almost like she's got like this weird. It's almost like a water cooler.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> almost. It's like, her, her body has some sort of weird liquid, liquid to it.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I honestly took it as like a, almost, you know, that like holographic foil material. Um, it kind of has a sheen like that. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. So honestly, that's she may be my favorite design.
3: Personally, as though, much as
2: I make fun of how she looks. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's okay.
3: Personally, though, I'm, I'm a big sucker for the the helmets. So I really, really love version one helmet, helmet. and <laughs> also, but also love the the version one in particular because like you have all of these designs, like the abs and all that stuff, and like all the extra things that I really enjoy. But especially the helmet is so cool. But yeah, I would say one and four are probably my favorite because I love the helmets. But four, what I was disappointed about was uh, the Elbert effect, which is a tiny day over the eye. And I was just like, this is lame. I want mm-hmm. the helmet to come down like the old version, so much more fast. <laughs> but yeah. but uh, I would say I really love the new version, too, of like Xilblade, too, because like. That version is basically version one, like on stereo. It's like basically there's mm-hmm. oh yeah, it's, it's, just it's a bunch gorgeous. of details mm-hmm. all over the place, and I was just like, oh, give me
2: more." But <laughs> it's even the same artist, which was really nice. I'm glad he came back for like the, one of the last things he did for Zeno. That was really nice. Yeah,
3: but also mm-hmm. the version two, though. What I like the the most about version two is like what you said this sort of bluish texture that's kind of translucent and like there's some life passing into it and stuff. I'm I'm like, this is really cool, too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's got a very uh, space feel to it. Yeah, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: They turned the sci-fi up
1: to 11. Yeah, they did. And I think it really works for for that game. Like, I know Zenosaga 2 tends to get a lot of hate because of its visual style. And it is definitely different. But I do really like the way Cosmos looks. I actually... I, yeah, I actually really enjoy that outfit. It's it's weird, but it's it works.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, yeah, I kind of really like version three. Um, basically because of like the, the darker colors to it. In oh wait, to the other I looked outfits. at the wrong
2: ones. Version three my favorite. My bad, not version two. <gasps> Oops. Yeah. My bad. Oh.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I got the I visor thing mixed up.
0: Oh, you're fine. I mean, I really wish that version 3 was, like, in the game more, because... Yeah, it was, a, wasn't was there for very long at all. Right? It was, like, for a dungeon and a half, and then that was about it. I wish, like, because you could get version 1 as a bonus in the game, so I wish that at the end you could have also got the version 3 outfit as, a like, a bonus to unlock. Because it's, like, it's already in the game. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of disappointed. You only got such a short time. It's with even in it. the
2: model viewer, actually.
0: So I don't mm-hmm. know why it's not
2: a costume.
1: Yeah, this... yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense at all. But yeah. yeah, version three looks really cool. It's it's actually almost like a swimsuit in a way. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: but I mean, a lot like of her a... costumes look like kind of swimsuitish. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. It's like version three. Actually, version three looks like she could be a uh, a diver with Rex, like a salvager.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: The only actually, thing that's weird about version 3 is like, her feet, there's like this weird like, I don't even know how to call it, there's like, it's almost like a fin that just yeah. pops out backwards. But
3: they look a lot like mm-hmm. Dinah's feet, if you look closely, like it looks a lot like actually, the feet of I saw... oh.
1: Yeah, I could see why you said that.
0: I'm
2: trying to find oh. the exact wording. I saw some, those are actually a specific type of weapon, but I can't find it anymore. Um, but only versions 3 and 4 had that as like actual upgrades, so there's like a lore reason why it looks like that, but I can't tell you the actual name of the weapon because I can't find it now.
1: Yeah, I can't remember it too. I remember version 4 was kind of cool because of what you just said. Like there, There's lots of parts of of her body that is actually a weapon, which is pretty pretty neat.
0: Yeah. And it's just so weird that it's basically, I mean, it's canon that version 4 was worked on by Professor and Actually includes Erdekaiser Kaiser technology. Yeah, which is is so weird.
4: <laughs> like that yeah, is really in the, cool. In the, in the Choco book, it's like designers. It's like uh, it says Shion, Kevin, and then like Alan, and then Scott. It's funny. <laughs> it says Scott Coon. It's so funny. Mm-hmm.
1: The, the thing with version four is designed that like. I don't hate it, but it just kind of makes me, like, scratch my head sometimes that she has almost, like, a cat-like appearance. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Like, that that helmet, like, I look at her and I think, is she wearing, like, cat ears or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love something helmet that people because I, I love like love how you yeah, it, it's, it
4: in cutscenes.
1: Mm-hmm. It, it's nice. It's just kind of, like, when I see it for the first time, I, I have a hard time wrapping my head. I was like, is this a cat? Are those cat ears? But Yeah. It, but they, but they do look cool though. I think
2: it's they're weird, supposed they... to be because of Xenosaga Saga freaks. Um, I like yeah, it. Like, I don't think it looks bad at all. But I have a few. People yeah, it's who are nice. Like, oh, that's hmm, that is a cat. I'm like yeah, yeah. I
3: think they wanted to add <laughs> yeah. something cute. Older, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like even yeah. The, yeah. even the re- reversion like has cat ears whenever she loads her yep. Hilbert <laughs> effect and all that stuff. <laughs> so yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It- Yes. But no, I I do like that design a lot. Um I've had many wallpapers with her on it. Say uh, this is like the version of Cosmos that you see all the time uh, it, whenever Cosmos is in other games mm-hmm. like most notably like the Project Cross Zone games or um it's mascot Cosmos. Super Robot. Yeah, it's mascot Cosmos or Super Robot Tyson OG Saga Endless Frontier. I believe that used version 4 as well.
0: Mhm. Yes.
1: Yeah, I I do like that design. I also I think my favorite one might honestly just be the first one because it's simple mm-hmm. and it's visually striking. As yeah, I but said before, the first
3: one looks simple as a first glance, but it actually has a crap ton of details, tiny oh, details yeah. and separation. Yeah, suit. absolutely. It looks so freaking cool! Like, especially the, I really ab- the, the really also like, the, the abs that opens yeah. up for the Elbert effect and all that for stuff the- is just like mm-hmm. so cool. <laughs>
2: She's even got beats by Dre headphones. She's got the little yeah. ab thing that opens up as a weapon, which I think they keep in future versions, right? Just uh... not as like actual abs, but she keeps the weapon itself.
0: Oh, the X-Buster? Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah, it's just, it okay. does not be, like, does it work the same way, but they always kind of leave a space for it, sort of. I just, I just don't know the, the the fourth version, Animated that though, because technically the phone version she has a dress over the area that has that, so I'm not sure how they work that out. But I know the the re version though, it loads it, it loads the x from the helmet actually. That's what you know, what I do like. I do like
4: the re version a lot. Re
1: version is is really Mm -hmm. good. I think that might be. um, I'm nostalgic for the first one, but I like re because re feels like. A nice blend between version one and version four. Yeah, and
3: that's that's what I really love about it. But it's also that yeah, it's, they kept it looks great. all of the details of the first version, but they added a bunch of extra details to it even more. So it's just like, oh I love all I love to see it as a whole because it's such a nice design to look at. It's just so and good. it's
2: such a beautiful model, too. Yeah. They did a really it good is. job modeling her in that game. Oh my god. I cannot
3: mm. wait to have that figurine. Oh god, I'm gonna stare at it for yeah, hours. She's <laughs> gonna be like, must, <laughs> must, like, ingest all of the details. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. It's such a pretty yeah, it, model. It looks cool. Oh, yeah.
1: It looks so cool. And I love, like, those little, like, um, is it, like, violet, little, like, ether crystals that kind of come out of her? Yeah,
3: yeah. Mm. Those look so of, cool. Like,
1: uh, it was like those weird neon things that just come out of her. It, I don't know. I'm a big sucker for like neon lights on like robots and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. when I saw that design, that was I was having a I was having a field day when I saw this. I was like, oh man, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah.
3: But even without those, I actually it's just, just amazing. Had a thought. Oh. oh. sorry. Go ahead. Even without those, it's just amazing. But at the same time, I felt like the neon lights were nice. But sometimes, in some places of the costume, I feel like it was a bit overcharging in details. Like, I don't know. Like, I had mixed feelings about the neon lights. They were cool, but I felt like the costume design was already charged enough that maybe it was a bit too much in some areas of the costume. But that that maybe be just me, though. Oh, um, something I was
2: going to say. Um, We were talking earlier about like how exactly does Cosmos use x um, when she's got the dress over her. So how come Cosmos has a knife to like cut open her bra, but she doesn't have anything to cut that open, so she has the animation there? I was
1: going to talk about that. Yeah, I was trying I, to like, avoid that's the, the, the,
5: the,
1: the... I was just about to mention. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just weird how there's literally a knife just laying underneath her dress that with the only purpose to just cut open her shirt.
2: So who designed that? Was it Kevin? Was it Shion? Was it the professor? Pro- I, I blame was it the Scott? professor. Was it, it sounds Al like someone professor. Who
3: would be a first. I I, <laughs> I
2: think
1: nah, is. Shion definitely did it. I believe that.
2: <laughs> Actually, I saw something um, when I was reading through. Someone brought up the idea that Shion got more and more involved with the future versions. And they're like, notice how there's more and more fan service with the future versions. And I was like, oh, Shion. Oh,
5: Shion. You can't hide it.
3: <laughs> so basically you think that every time loads uh her ultimate weapon, that Shion just has a nosebleed in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that seems like, oh, it's nothing. Me.
4: Because, like, the characters in the background just kind of, like, stand there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're, like, frozen. <laughs> they're not animated, yeah. they're just, like, still yeah
0: yeah <laughs> they're all in awe. oh, there's another design we forgot to mention and that was the oh is it the Controls-
3: missing ear one oh yeah i always forget yeah, about
0: this 2.5 mm-hmm. that Force one 2. is 5, which
3: i fairly remember the details because like it- it's so quick Like mm-hmm. they-
0: mm-hmm. it's kind of weird that that one actually got a, a figurine of which i have um But we still haven't gotten an archetype figurine. I'm just... (laughs) uh. Wait, really? No. As far as I know, there hasn't been an archetype figurine. I might be mistaken. Also, you know know what?
2: Version Hmm. 2.5 looks like something pulled right out of Astral Chain. She looks like a robot cop from that Game. (laughs) Except she doesn't have pants. She just has really high socks.
3: Oh yeah, that version is pretty cool. <laughs> I I just noted a picture because I could not remember.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like, it's, it almost looks similar to episode one, but the, her she doesn't have her stockings or her boots aren't as high.
2: Yeah. She looks cold. That's all I have to say on that anymore. <laughs> she looks cold.
0: And are those, I'm looking, uh, maybe I need yeah. to get a better picture, but that looks like, this artwork looks like she has like, those are tan lines and not actually, like,
1: Stockings. I don't know. Hmm. So I'm like looking at a at gifs of Cosmo's about to do like X Buster and like the whole knife animation. And one of the things that like just kind of makes me scratch my head about it is like who fixes her shirt after she does X Buster? Probably bed
3: yeah. sheets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like does it just perpetually get ripped? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Through the power of the Zohar, she summons new fabric to sew itself together. <laughs> yep, there we go. <laughs> also, on just side. out of curiosity, um, since we're talking about Cosmos, do we need to talk about Telos?
0: That's what I was thinking of, too. Because, yeah, I would definitely want to talk about her as Yeah, because well. I don't know
2: if she it can get her own right. episode, but I think you kind of have to, because we already talked about Mary. So mm-hmm. we may as well segue into that.
0: Okay, yeah, because but uh, Telos is basically the uh, antithesis of Cosmos. Um, as whereas Cosmos has the 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 soul and spirit of Mary Magdalene, Telos is the body of Mary Magdalene, um, which looks is is weird. I think it's I forget what it was, but I think it was like eighty percent. 80% of her body or something was composed of Mary Magdalene but yeah um, it's kind of a shame because Telus yeah, only appears is. in okay in Zenos episode 3 I mean she's there's that cameo little reference to her in episode 1 but otherwise Telus I feel like Telus gets more screen time in like side games than the actual Zenosaga series
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah she definitely does. And Telos also has a hidden knife.
3: Yep. <laughs> Although in the case of I Telos like In the Telos's case of Telos, it's less it's less much than of a knife and more like spikes coming coming outward and just like loading the bubble. Like I don't think Telos rips up her shirt so much that it's just spikes coming out. <laughs>
2: Oh no, I think it's the same as Cosmos, where it's like a little, uh, almost like a flip knife, uh, or a switch plate. Yeah, like, it's it similar, it's
1: similar. It.
5: Yep.
3: It doesn't cut it, look at the new animation. It just kind of comes up and pushes fabric a bit, but it doesn't cut it per se. Hmm.
4: But yeah, I was going to say, I don't really like Telos's designs in a lot of the other games um, that she's found in. Like, I mm-hmm. didn't really like her design in Project X Zone very much,
2: I do not yeah. like her design in Xenoblade Two. I can tell you that.
1: Yeah, um, why did they give her glasses? That's the only thing yeah, I'm kind of they, mad about. I they
2: like, made her like a moe deal, and I'm like, huh? Yeah, but she's but still her like a dominatrix, so it's yeah, weird. But that's the
3: thing. Yeah, her personality <laughs> does not match that. That's quote yeah. cute thing they tried to go with, like the. The outfit itself, I think it was nice, like, with the addition yeah. of the little skirt and all that stuff, but the glasses, it was, I was just like, why doesn't Android need know glasses? What's sad?
2: <laughs> when they showed her off, we actually, they only showed off the art with her visor down, and I was like, oh! And then they we finally get to see the cutscene in-game, and I see the glasses, and I'm like, ew. Yeah. Ew, why'd
3: you do that? <laughs> yes, yeah, like, could we have an option of her not having glasses, please?
1: Yeah, the glasses is a bit overkill in my for my taste. The design itself isn't too bad. It's just like the glass just felt very unnecessary. I like this. Like, you're tail. trying too hard. Yeah.
4: When it when her visor's down,
2: when her visor's, visor's great, down, everything's but... amazing. And a nice detail. It's the same character designer as she had in episode three, anyways. Um,
1: yeah, so... which is which is cool. I'm glad that they came back. It's just like. You know, they, they went a bit too far.
4: Yeah, which is part of why the glasses didn't bother me that much. It was like, oh, this is just this is just Choco doing that thing. Yeah, <laughs> I was <laughs> just yeah. like, Choco. oh, okay. I wasn't. I didn't feel like that bad about it. I I actually yeah, liked the I, design that much. I, pre- I I actually preferred this over the Project X Zone one. I thought the Project X Zone one looked kind of weird to me. Yeah, it's like, a little weird.
1: Yeah, like, despite what I'm saying, I definitely don't hate the design. I'm not just like, oh, they're terrible, they should be ashamed of this. No, I just figured, figured, you know, they could have done a little bit less with it. Yeah, same. A couple things that were a little unnecessary, but honestly, I will still play with, I'll still play with Telos, I'll still like Telos. Mm -hmm. It's not ruining the game for me in any way. I thought
4: that was really cool.
1: That was really cool. (laughs) That was cool. Mm -hmm.
4: And it's like a little little little... anima.
2: That's cool. I like that little yeah. detail. Yeah. It also I makes actually, me question like what's
1: the scythe. Going on. I like the scythe weapons. I like the uh, scythe weapons. In episode one, I remember I would put the scythe weapons on Cosmos a lot.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But it's like yeah. they have vessels of Anima scythe, they have Zohars. Takahashi, what's going on? What's going on? But as <laughs> a complete different segue, <laughs> I'm looking at the wiki right now, and one of the gifts is titled Telos Attacking Phoenix Wright and Maya Fey. So, fun Xenosaga <laughs> history.
0: There you go. <laughs> well, the thing I, I I really like about Telos that I wish they had kind of gone into more, which, like, the, I mean, Telos definitely has more of a personality than Cosmos, and it, it's just there's sometimes where she just feel like, like when she's uh, when they fight for the first time, she says how that she is she is order, not you, Cosmos. It just it sounds like st- there's some there's a bit of a she has somewhat of a, like a complex about
3: Cosmos. Like, yeah,
0: like she, she's like she's jealous, jealous in a way. or yeah. <laughs> and I would have loved if they had gone into that more.
6: I am order, not you, Cosmos.
0: So yeah, definitely uh, coming soon like, in
2: Xenosaga Episode Four. Oh, Sniffles. Don't, don't toy with
1: me.
0: <laughs>
4: Maybe tomorrow.
0: Uh...
1: Don't worry. It'll be a launch title for the Dreamcast 2.
0: <laughs> you guys are, you're, you're, you guys are literally killing, killing scale me. Coming soon with Scalebound. Yeah, right. You guys are killing me.
3: <sighs> we'll just, like, install, like, a Cry About Ziddle Saga Corner <laughs> and we're just gonna have rivers of like blood, tears of the fans there.
0: <laughs> well, let's let's talk about the ending of Xenos Episode Three and why we're so sad. Um, because yeah, <laughs> Cosmos, forever floating. Yeah, Cosmos fully uh, uh, merged with Matt, Mary. And, well, because not quite Mary, it's not quite Cosmos, but um, and then while. Um, the, the other party members had to escape after the final battle. Cosmos stayed behind to um, to help protect Chaos, protect
3: Chaos. Wally, loads the so hard thing with Nephilim and like. Faye wannabe (laughs) and like (laughs) actually that scene
2: is probably one of my favorites because it's throughout the whole series. Cosmos is very, you know, we said she's very apathetic, she doesn't feel Mm -hmm. emotion the same way as we do. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. she's never screamed before. She's like made like grunts while she's attacking, but she's never screamed. And when Cosmos goes in to fight all those gnosis, she releases a guttural (laughs) scream of pure emotion. And I'm not gonna lie, I cried.
6: Cosmos! Please protect this place until then. Understood.
2: I'm not even gonna lie; I did cry a little bit right there. I was I, like, "Oh I my baby!"
3: All enough through the whole like mm-hmm. handing, yeah. But also, it's also what's beautiful about Cosmo's within those last few scenes is also the fact that, like, for a while she was just standing there because she knew that she had to, to basically continue to follow the universe flow whatever she had to let him do whatever the crap he was doing but then she just went like no I am Cosmos and it's just, that's the best scene like, it's just her taking uh, the... the decision of like no fuck off like I'm not doing uh-huh. this anymore oh.
5: Mary is this what you really want?
6: I am not Mary. I am. Cosmos!
2: We didn't mention it. There's also the scene earlier um, where they go, I don't remember exactly how you would describe it, when they go into Rinley Chateau and go back to Old Milsha, uh, <coughs> where uh, Kevin is like, You need to listen to me. And she's like, Bitch, you didn't make me. I'm a new version. I listened to
1: her. Cosmos!
6: Kevin Winnicott, I am very sorry. But unfortunately, I am not programmed to follow your orders.
0: Are you trying to defy your creator?
6: The Cosmos that was created by you has been destroyed by Telos, sir. I have different designers, Shion Uzuki and also Mr. Alan Ridgely.
1: Impossible!
6: Shian, we will leave now. No, Cosmos, stop! I don't want to go with you! I must apologize. Action was needed to avoid danger.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just drives like,
2: off on the motorcycle. Um,
3: and like even then, like she she chose <laughs> yeah. to, to save on She chose to just punch mm-hmm. her and take her out to, for her safety. Yeah.
2: <laughs> just yeah. like yeah. And that's how you know it's before she got married. In her, she's still a little a little harsh with her methods.
3: <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, she's, just she's like, like Xion, still- shut up. Yeah, but she still <laughs> takes her own decision there, and I think that's that's mm-hmm. beautiful. It shows like yeah. development mm-hmm. of her personality and how oh yeah, she that's actually like the cares moments. now and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just an order, you know. Yep, she has abandoned her protocol. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. like at the end of it, she, she just yeah. stays behind. She just protect like chaos and stuff. I'm Just like ah, <laughs> well, <laughs> we also.
0: Oh, sorry. Go on. Go ahead. Um. Well, maybe my memory's a little uh, foggy on this. Um, but um, since uh, Shion was having like a bunch of like dizzy spells throughout the game, um, in episode three, and it's because of Cosmos's ties to the Zohar was basically impacting uh, Shion's life, wasn't it?
3: It was something like that, but it was also uh, Hoodoo constantly trying to like talk to Shion.
0: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, wasn't there the, the the plot element that like yeah, but it's Kevin something like also- because
2: she's a descendant of the people of Zohar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like they have a predisposition to be contacted by Udu, mm-hmm. so like that's why you see her mom in a almost comatose state because she's just rendered. Almost a vegetable at that point, to be honest, because her mind is just destroyed, which we see happen to Shion slowly over time as well. Yeah, Um, especially as she does not address her trauma and says, Oh, no, it's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um,
3: Take a shot every time Shield says she's fine
2: <laughs> No do not do that We, we at XenoChat do not support binge drinking You will die
1: <laughs> What are you talking about I'm I don't think there's drinking. a single liver
4: here that could handle that <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah You'd be done after like An hour if that
2: You'd be done in just a few minutes I started counting in yeah. episode 1 Within like I want to say 30 minutes She says it like 5 times <laughs>
3: Like god <laughs> well, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I just bring that up because it's it's interesting to think that because um, Cosmo's was going along with Wilhelm's plan because in order to basically restarting the universe would in effect save Xion's life, but then that defining moment that H her Mary just said kind of was I don't know is is really important. She picks her
2: girlfriend over her boss, and it's a very touching moment.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, she wants to believe yes. into Xion, but like also the rest of the group. And I think she just wants to protect them and like believe into their way of doing the things is better than mm-hmm. what her yeah. boss was about to do, which was yeah. Exactly.
2: She's been with them through trials and tribulations and she's been stoic in support for a while, but also by the time that we get to old Milsha, she really has like evolved to be actually caring for them. Yeah. Like, I think before mm-hmm. then, it was still mostly protocol, but at that point, you can actually see, like, oh, she actually is getting emotions, yeah, she actually does genuinely
3: care. Even at Adrien mm-hmm. the, the Château, whenever, like, Telos appears, she just, mm-hmm. she, she knows she's probably not gonna survive this, but she just straight up, like, stand up in front of the group mm-hmm. to say, like, hey, you guys should run, like, I'll... Yeah, I'll end right. on this. But, like, people, they just don't run because they don't want to leave her. But at the same time, it's like, she keeps repeating, fe- like, you should run, I'll last only this long. But you see yeah. that she cares for them and she does not want Telos to attack them, so she comes forward. Or even uh, slightly before,
2: remember when they find her in the trash um, yeah. and they're waking her up? Yeah. She's still, you can still see she's not fully there yet because Xion is like nearly crying. Everyone's happy. And she just goes, Good morning, Xion. Just typical robot morning, normal boot up, nothing super special. And then shortly after, Cosmos is ready to fully sacrifice herself for her. Yeah. Uh, So it's just, I think the way that they write her one, her emotional availability, and two, how they expand on her superhero aspect almost because she is kind of like the superhero of the group. Yeah, um, yeah. And then her absence shortly after, you really feel that just because of how they were building it up. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a very strong aspect of her character arc. So I kind of mm-hmm. rambled off a little bit, but... You know. Oh, no, you're fine.
0: You're fine. And then, well, at the end, um, uh, um sh- she was able to buy time, but Cosmos, yeah, is at, at the end, she... uh is drifting in space, yeah, she's missing one of her arms and both of her legs,
3: but something and... that I find interesting is how like chaos mind is still around and talking to her being like as yeah, long I mean, as people chaos. want us to be around, well, it seems that I've, we'll I'm still be around, his... so I think she does shut down, but I feel like if they would have been a follow up, maybe at some point they would have manage to get back to them in one way or another
0: well, well yeah because he basically cool. oh sorry go on
2: oh sorry i was gonna say i had an idea when we talked about uh chaos and cosmos earlier something similar to future mm-hmm. connected where you just have like a duo a duo for the protagonist of the game have them waking up on old motion dealing with that entire mess even uh oh, God. honestly just I think that would be a more interesting way than dealing with everyone else. Because don't get me wrong, I love everyone else. But everyone Mm -hmm. else has had their time to develop a relationship. They haven't. yeah. Um, Especially Chaos. Chaos has not got any focus. So if we were to ever get a continuation, I think that would be a good way to do it. Even if it's just Chaos for a while. Um, Especially because Chaos kind of deals with a lot more of the metaphysical stuff in Xenosaga. And the main Mm -hmm. party, they... They have to confront that, but they don't necessarily get to actually deal with that. So that would also be a new lens that we'd be able to take, um, especially with his connections to Nephilim and whatnot. I don't know. I think that mm-hmm. would be interesting. Yeah. Would it happen probably not. I wish um, Chaos but... would have
3: gotten more. To be honest, because yeah, it, it was it was, it was a foreshadowing tool in a way, but at the same time, like you could see in his eyes that he was sweet, but he was suffering, and it was like it, it was would have a been. Lot of pain. It would have been amazing to know more about his perspective on stuff without just it being in the background. But at the same time his kind of personality was more of the quiet type. He was not the type to lay over his problems over other people or lay over the stuff he knew on other people. He was just like observing and acting when he required to act, mostly. Like... And, well, also listening to people who needed to talk about their problems. (laughs) But, like, I mean, I still wish that something would have happened to, like, show a bit more of Chaos' uh, background and, like, his feelings. Like, we would see, like, some snippets here and there, but nothing was fully shown to, like, really come to understand that everything is gone through. So... I wish they would have shown more, because I really, really love this character, but yeah.
2: I just want to know about him. Give me information. Same. Don't wait until the end of the game. Chaos, tell us what's going on. Yeah, I
4: was gonna say, like, (laughs) I just love how, like, you get, like, cryptic bullshit all the way up (laughs) until, like, the final boss room. And then, like, you're in the final boss room, and then, like, him and, like, Wilhelm are, like, having, like, a conversation It's just like, um... What
1: boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was one of the fla- few flaws with Sen Saga 3 was that like it was clear that they had to wrap everything up so they kind of just like we' just like, oh oh snap we we didn't uh we, we didn't explain any of this, so here it is yeah
2: literally he explains everything in, like the last major scene after the boss battle he's like, oh well, we're at the end. I guess I'll tell you everything. You're like, Is that everything? Yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah. And you're like, what about this? He's like, No, and disappears.
5: It's kind and
4: of like no Chaos? And then like they just keep talking and I'm just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like uh, in episode
0: two when he's talking to Wilhelm, it's like I'm not gonna hold it back anymore, and it's just like, well, I'm just gonna and wait for the next episode. Yeah, it
3: but it that's means. that's thing that I think was very interesting. The 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 end uh. of two where he's just he's just on top of the Durandal, being in space. I'm just like, how? <laughs> but, but at the same time, right. it's just it's just so interesting the fact that he just pretty much says like hey, I'm not gonna follow what you're doing. I'm gonna believe in my friends, basically. And I think that was kind of really beautiful, in a way.
0: Yeah. Well, this this is a Cosmos episode, not a chaos episode. So I, know, I, we could... I know, but we got no, sighted. We, we, we will need to have a chaos episode. Oh, yeah. Is...
3: Although yes, we'll need to we dig need to. very deep to get his information. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, unfortunately. But at the end, of, yeah cosmos floating in space and i'm guessing chaos's physical body was probably destroyed
3: yeah i think it was mostly unconsciousness talking to Uh cosmos yeah
2: i was gonna ask because he's kind of he's in a weird limbo because he's like he is kind of human but at the same time we all know that he's like yeshua and if we're talking religion Yeshua kind of exists in a weird metaphysical Yeah,
3: He's state. able to, to stand so, in like, space, that tells did, you enough.
2: <laughs> yeah. Did he just like poof out? He's like, alright, Cosmos, have fun, and just poofed right before she died and went into the upper domain. Like, what happened? Where'd you go? But I d- yeah. I just want to know what happened, that's all. I think he's a very yeah. interesting character with almost no exploration
3: whatsoever, sadly. Mm. Yeah, I'd like I, to believe that, that he's still being in the... In an angel guardian to, like, the rest of the group or something.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And
3: I think Coast he and
2: Cosmos are both kind of that, really.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I figure, like, well, I mean, the the touching thing about the end, uh, because ba- basically, I, I'm thinking that Cosmos is just basically going to sleep in a way, or a, a rest mode or something, but I thought it was kind of beautiful how Chaos is uh, basically to tell her to rest well and Cosmo says good night and it's like the last thing Cosmo says is good night and the first thing she said in the series was good morning, good morning. and i just thought that i thought that was so yeah. a beautiful i thought that sad. was beautiful
3: i also really love the yeah. whole plan where Cosmo's drift toward a planet and i'm just like if they would have continued with enough started on that planet so i think i think that's also something interesting to think about
5: Mm -hmm.
2: Now, Cosmos needs to stop napping because we need a remake. Wake up, Cosmos.
0: We need you.
3: We need need you you now more than ever. Tell that to Bandai
1: (sighs) Namco.
2: Listen, I'm telling you, with the coronavirus and people having to delay games, 2020 is about to be the year of ports. Bring Xenosaga HD. I'll take a simple port. You don't even have to change anything, and I will buy it. It's fine. (laughs) <laughs> I'll buy it for everyone if anyone wants.
1: But it's not good enough for Bandai Namco, apparently. Yeah.
3: yeah. To be honest, they release anything sort of Saga I'll buy it. Like, like I'll I'll just like my eyes will just close and reopen, and I will have clicked without realizing that I clicked. <laughs> That's how fast I'm gonna click on it.
2: <laughs> Maybe there'll be a collector's version with a, another mocos. Slightly, oh, slightly, God. slightly oh, <laughs> better quality. I would but not fight.
3: I would fight for that collector. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we probably I soon think... would not get a complete soundtrack, though.
3: <laughs> Sad.
0: Yeah. Doubtful. Well, let's see. Kind of uh, talked about the big things about Cosmos within that Xenosaga series. Yeah, we um... kind of
3: went back and forth in. And... To different directions. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> wait, I do that's have fine. one
2: last note. We can't forget her uh-huh. most iconic appearance uh-huh. in Xeno saga as a kart racer on her motorcycle because she is a badass biker. Yeah. And wait. they never made a racing game. I am still mad about that. Yeah, they motorcycle. should have
3: made a racing game. I mean, <gasps> right? even Momo drifts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, even Momo can drive fast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> God, that would have been great. Just a r- racing game between Cosmos and Momo.
3: That, or like just uh, using also maybe some ES kind of racing. Mm-hmm.
2: You can even throw God. in Scales, Mechon, make it a whole serious <laughs> thing. I don't care. Let Cosmos <gasps> Z- and Momo race.
0: Xeno <laughs> racing, all the yeah. Zeno games. Oh, God. If we
2: can't get a Warriors game, I will take that. Because there are so many mechs that could easily turn into cars, and I am fine with that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> have a god, metal yeah. face car. That would be hilarious.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, go on.
0: No, no, fine. you're fine. Um, okay, um, god, I don't know what itbecause Because we kind of touched on a bunch of different things yeah. that we have. Um, What did you guys think of um, Cosmos' voice acting, either Japanese or English?
2: I love her. I am so sad that she's no longer voice acting, and I actually thought it was her in two for the longest time. Um, But Bridget Hoffman does a very, very good job, honestly.
0: Oh my god, yes. I love Bridget Hoffman, the best of Cosmos' voices.
3: Yeah,
2: same here. And she, I mentioned that scream earlier, she does a very good job distinguishing between, like, the cold roboticness of Cosmos and the more mm. human side of Mary. There's a very good dichotomy going on. Yeah,
3: those. yeah, she did a good job.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was Cosmos in episode one and episode three, mm-hmm. and then gosh, there there's been four voice actresses for Cosmos. But yeah,
3: there's, I as for the Japanese one, I really do like the Japanese one as well. But mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah, that's I played I would switch to. Japanese in Zenoblade 2 just to hear Moriko Suzuki. <laughs> it as was Kosovo.
3: one of the reasons I played mostly in Japanese, because it's like but, but the cosmos in English sounds a bit so-so.
0: Oh. Yeah, it was like I really, I mean, it was it would have been a stretch, but I really wish they had gotten Bridget Hoffman
3: back. Yeah, but, but, but at the same know, time, it's I know just that... the voices were done in Europe, so... <laughs>
0: Yeah, right. Sadly,
2: I think she retired in like two thousand eight, so it wasn't in the card. Sadly,
0: well, she's been, oh, she's still been in stuff since two thousand eight.
2: Um, I don't think she's in video game stuff anymore, but I think she's uh, still doing other work. Because I was actually, I was trying to find her on social media or something. I wanted to send my copies in for signatures if I could or find her at any cons. Um, I can't find God. anything at all. Yeah,
0: I would love to like go to a convention with Bridget Hoffman. That would um Same. what are some of her more recent roles? Um because I, I think she might have returned for the Dah to you um uh, H- Oh, it looks
1: like she was doing some stuff in Darabara X Tale. hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. That wasn't that long ago.
0: Yeah, that wasn't too long ago at all. <laughs> yeah. And then uh oh god, yeah, she's just a great voice actress because uh I was uh, watching um, Haruhi with David, and <laughs> just all these Zonosaka voice actors kept popping up, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Cosmos. Yeah. <sighs> and then she did a great <laughs> job in Perfect Blue. Yeah, she was in uh, Last Recode as Adelie again, which was back in 2017, but... Yep, that was very recent. Wow. Oh, wait, it says she's in Demon Slayer. What?
3: Hmm. Oh shit, What?
0: I need to. Re-watch. I watched really only the
3: Japanese to... one of this, so.
1: Well, yeah, it would be the dub.
0: Yeah, she's credited as Rui's mother. I needed. To... I I didn't watch very many episodes. I need. Yeah. I need to go back and watch it. I guess. Um. But yeah. Um. I uh, yeah. She's oh wait, definitely she's in f-
2: Perfect Blue too. Huh.
0: Yeah, she's, she's the, the main, main character, character in Perfect, perfect blue. blue. She huh. does an amazing job in Perfect Blue. That's probably oh, one yeah. of my favorite roles of hers. That's one of um, my
2: favorite movies. So that's cool to uh, know yes
0: um and then yeah episode 2 had Colleen O'Shaughnessy which she
5: yeah
2: oh we can't oh, no. forget she was in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs too. one of her most important
5: roles <laughs> out there
0: <laughs> so important <laughs> and then I the Japanese or the anime voice actress was all right Lucy Christian um which the the voice acting for the <clears throat> sorry Xenosaga anime was actually pretty decent overall except it wasn't you know the original game's voice actors
3: yeah but, but they they, did, yeah, but they did yeah, they did a good job, job at yeah, trying they to did. get um, voices that were pretty close to the mm-hmm. originals like it's just that they could not really get the originals since the studio doing the anime was Texas. way further yeah. than the people that did like the games so
0: yeah it was in texas for adv but it
3: still did a good job of like finding voices that were pretty close and range of voice anyways
0: yeah yeah definitely bridget hoffman was my favorite and of course mariko suzuki's amazing as cosmos as well and it's kind of awesome that she's been voicing cosmos Like in just about every, I mean, in everything that she pops up in.
3: Yeah, except the games that have only the Japanese voice, but yeah.
0: No, I meant like Mariko Suzuki's been popping up in. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's awesome. Well, let's see. Should we talk
3: about, since we kind of ish went into that a tiny bit, should we talk about cosmos in other games? I feel like. (laughs) Yeah, unless we want to go back to gameplay, even though we talked a bit about it without fully going into it, I'm not sure what you guys want to do first.
1: I mean, X Buster is the best move. The end. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah X Buster is broken. X is pretty OP, and in, in Episode One, it's like Cosmos always has some of the best uh, specials a- in those games. And right down to even Xenoblade Two, Cosmos is like one of the better blades out there. Just oh my God! Over an
2: effect, and you're good to go. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Herb
1: Effect is really good. If you want to, like, if you really want to go crazy, if you save X-Buster for a chain attack, and then you, like, break some orbs, and then you get that attack buff, you can do a lot of damage with that X-Buster during a chain attack. I
2: actually only used her for, like, 90% of my playthrough, because, like I said, I got her really early, and she's one of the few things that kept me playing. So, for most of the game, it was just like, okay, Cosmos, let's go. It's your game now. I don't know who this mentor person is. It's all it's all Cosmos.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I love Cosmos. And I, I still remember when that uh, announcement was dropped, like right before the game release, and I just died. <laughs> right. See, I somehow I mean, on- missed I- that. I didn't hear that, so I just got
2: into the game and she popped up. And I was like, <gasps> hello?
3: "Oh, <my> hello!" <laughs> yeah, they dropped. <laughs> But
1: I do like how, in and speaking of, like, Cosmos' gameplay, uh, I guess, like, I do like how they kind of tie into the story with the whole thing with, like, the Gnosis. Mm-hmm. How, like, Cosmos is obviously built to fight the Gnosis, so it makes sense that she's one of the more effective characters in terms of fighting the Gnosis, at least early on.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And also, so I like that they
1: kept consistent with that. On
2: top of that, she's also one of the most physically strong characters, and they're one of the more diverse move pools to begin with. Also, she's, yeah. she's customizable in most of the games, right? At least in one, she's got all the different weapons and stuff you can buy. But,
4: yeah. yeah, Miyuki keeps sending you weapons. For <laughs> Miyuki!
2: Thank you for mentioning Miyuki in this episode. We always gotta mention Miyuki. <laughs>
3: yeah, Miyuki's mm-hmm. precious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is the um, true
2: hero of Zeta Saga. Oh,
4: sorry, go on. <laughs> oh, uh, I was just gonna say, like, I don't think I used that many of the weapons she gave me. I kind of mostly just stuck to our canon most of the time.
3: Yeah, same here, uh, but...
4: An X-Buster. I think it's
3: mostly that I, I often forgot to, like, check a lot of the weapons in one. Same. Like, I forgot to get a lot of her weapons, so... Oops.
5: <laughs> no, People I were like, think oh, we actually... have to respond
2: to the emails. I was like, emails? What emails? And that was, like, the end of the game, so... <laughs>
4: <Oops>. <laughs> like... There's one called R Dragon. I think I've I got it, but I don't think I've ever seen it. So don't know what happens when you use R Dragon. Sounds pretty crazy, but
2: I've seen it. It surprisingly doesn't look like a dragon. <laughs> I was kinda of disappointed when I saw it. I was like, oh, hmm. It's cool. It's like a it's almost like um have you seen that one weapon in arms that kind of looks like a dragon head? It's like that if you took off the facial details almost.
3: I see. Well,
1: I mentioned before, my favorite weapon was the Scythe. The Scythe was really Yeah, cool. the Scythe yeah. is cool,
3: and the Scythe is technically considered, I think, as one of her canons, in a way, because mm-hmm. there's even, like, an official work where she has a Scythe that, the, um, the you know, the, the sort of thing they show in the vision of, like, if was, was had a certain equipment to, like, destroy a whole planet, like, use in mm-hmm. the future. I don't remember yeah. how they call that equipment, but... The like, tertiary
2: weapon system? Yeah,
3: they that they they have an art with her having that with the site, and it's really cool.
2: Actually, about that, um, the scythe kinda plays into this one fact that I found. The scythe is a thing that's commonly associated with like death and like the gathering of souls. Yeah. And Cosmos's operating system is not which is a representation of Shiva, which is like a god of creation and destruction.
1: Of Shiva. Yeah, so
2: that's actually a really interesting connection that maybe the scythe has more of a meaning than just a cool weapon. Yeah. Especially with how she's oh, seen I've in seen episode one. Yeah. She's kind of like a, a harbinger of destruction in episode one after you get that uh, mm-hmm. premonition. Yeah. Actually, that's even up until episode three, if you consider how she's affecting Shion. So, maybe that's a very mm-hmm. intentional thing that a scythe is heavily
4: associated with her.
5: Yeah.
0: Hmm. That's an interesting thing. I uh, I ain't got that connection before.
4: I don't think I actually used Cosmos that much in episode 2. Um,
3: I always have that's her a... in party. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think it's I just... would... I think I used... I think I used, like, Shion, Momo, and Ziggy. Most I, I of the hate, time.
0: I I hated how you had to complete Matthew's debt in order to get X-Buster. And it's by that by that time. Wait, you like, did? Yes, See, I, I really.
2: gave up. So, I didn't know I don't know this pain, but you really had to do that?
0: Yes. You, not, you got that, kind of weird. And Jen, that and that Jen's swimsuit you got from that. <sighs> I mean, I'm was... okay
2: passing on that, but X-Buster? <laughs> really?
0: Yeah, X- that was like
2: huh. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's it one of the things Really,
2: it a... tune, that's
3: kind of bullshit. <laughs> because
2: yeah, you get it as, it, like, a story event thing in 1, so that's weird. They're like, oh yeah, it's an unlockable for, like, the end of the game. Here you go. Have fun.
0: It's like, yeah. Yes. And then by the time you've done that, you've basically beaten the game. or so yeah. tired that you don't want to use it that much.
3: That said, though, one of my favorite uh, props on her is the, uh, the Dragon Toot. Which is basically oh, the thing tooth. she she used in the, one of the cutscenes to shoot at the Gnosis to install a sort of tracking device or whatever.
0: <laughs> mm, yeah, that was pretty that was a really But the cool thing weapon. is
3: what's cool about that weapon is that it has kind of more than one form. It has that short form that can shoot something, but it also can become a melee weapon like the the thing can extend a bit like the Monado or just become a laser sword or whatever. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool.
2: And then she even has the really cool Gatling guns, which I think is probably, besides the scythe, her most iconic weapon.
3: I think Um, the Gatling gun and, like, the R blade or R cannons are, like, three of the uh, most iconic, too. I don't know if
2: she keeps it in the other forms, but at least with version one, she also has that pistol that she brings out. Yeah, the pistols is very iconic. But no, that Gatling, they even kind of did the same thing in Xenoblade 2. It looks really different. Uh, yeah. Oh, the but...
0: Zohar Gatling. I love that.
2: Yeah, them it's like so much. Takahashi, what's going on?
3: Why does she have Zohar guns? <laughs> <laughs> how do they know what these are my, but like... the only thing that bumps me into uh, Zillowblade 2 is the fact that you can't keep the first look of the weapon I know. when you the evolve of... them and I was mm-hmm. so sad because I had to evolve them for her to become more powerful she's like mm-hmm. no <laughs> my like one, that's my one thing I wish yeah. they
2: would have done like the supreme versions of their weapons would just be you know their weapon mm-hmm. but no unfortunately Cosmos loses her really cool guns
1: I think you can get it back. It all depends on the chip you put on.
3: I don't think mm-hmm. I ever found them. But I, I never got them but. back, honestly.
2: Yeah, I think I even went up all the I did. I know I at least got moon matter and like photon chips and one higher than that, and I don't think any of them ever had the Zohar guns back. So.
1: Yeah, I, I gotta check the game again um, to see what if I even have it on. It's possible that I probably just am remembering it wrong. I, I wish we could. I do really like how like her weapons materialize from data. Yeah,
0: Got, yeah that are, they really data are they data or nanomachines? I they think nano that's machines? such a cool thing. Because they
2: bring up nanomachines a lot in Zeno-Saga. Yeah. I
4: mean, I, I, I,
1: it, it seems like it's a, it's a data thing. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just... I just yeah. the technology
4: machines. in the database said that she had, like, a pocket dimension
0: that she that's could reach the, into. That's hmm. what I thought, too, is from a pocket that dimension.
2: That sounds like Zohar powers. Cool. Okay.
3: Okay. <laughs> If if you have doubts about anything to Zero Saga, it's Zohar powers. Zohar. Don't ask yep. questions.
0: Zohar. <laughs> <laughs> Zohar did it.
2: Wait, so it's like, hey, what happened with Chaos at the end? Zohar powers. <laughs> what happened with this? Zohar powers. Where's Zeno Saga for? Zohar powers.
1: Oh. Zohar. <laughs>
2: Hilarious. Uh. That would be oh, a great yeah. April Fools interview. Everyone asks Takahashi questions and he just keeps saying Zohar. Over
1: and over. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess um, that can segue into uh, Cosmos and other yeah. games. And like, when it, she is probably the one character that you'll see the most. Anytime you see Xenosaga represented somewhere, Cosmos is generally around. Mm-hmm. Like, you've seen outfits for Cosmos. Um, like in Soul Calibur 3, I believe the creative character had like yep. a whole Set of yeah. outfits that let you basically make Cosmos. I remember being really was-
3: surprised because I never owned a Soul Calibur Tree, but like I remember how I found out about it. I went to your friend's place and they were playing,
1: mm-hmm. and then I
3: saw this custom in the selection. I was like, wait, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes sense because like even in Xenosaga, you can get emails that advertise other oh, Bandai Namco games. Yeah. Like, I remember Soul Calibur 2 um, and like Ace Combat being advertised in it, and I think possibly. Second, I don't know. I think, but so. I, I do remember. I do remember seeing Soul Calibur, yep. and I think, it, and I think Ace Combat as well as being advertised. Yeah. So yeah, like that's that's pretty cool. I know. Um, in Tales of Vesperia, yeah. I believe Judith has a Cosmos yeah. outfit. Mm-hmm.
0: She was in it ninety percent of the game for me. <laughs> <laughs> um.
4: Yeah,
1: like that's that's really cool. Namco X Capcom. Capcom.
4: Yeah.
1: That that had a. Because this playable. Actually, Sheon was playable well in that too. And Momo.
2: Momo.
1: Yes. Yes, you're right. And then obviously Project Cross Zone, because this was in that as well. Then in the second game, you also had Fiora I with think, her, which is just funny how they spoil that. But tell okay, us like yeah. That or
3: maybe that with the Robot Tyson. No, Telos uh, is in Project
2: I, Cross Zone One with Cosmos. Yes. Yeah, uh, there is.
1: Robot also in Tellus uh, is also in Super Robot yeah. as well, which we yeah. never got any mm-hmm. of those. Right? We got the first. No, we one. got one of them. Oh,
0: okay. got got them. The f- yeah, hmm. and then the
1: second one was recently fan translated.
0: Yeah. yeah, shout out to Valkyrie for that. Yeah, I haven't downloaded it, but yeah, hand. that was
1: really cool that they, they, they were able to finish that because, like, I remember the first one came out and I played it. It was not bad, but like, there were certain things about it that are kind of just weird with the battle it's system, but I did hear that the while second while. game improved on it quite but a bit, so I do want to try that out one day.
3: Yeah, yeah I played it a, a bit of it. it it's pretty fun. Um, I'm
2: looking through the wiki, and ooh. Alright, Cosmos, uh, there's a lot what, of stuff with the archetype, it? but I'm like, oh, I wish I found this earlier. This is Hello? horrifying. Hmm.
1: Oh yeah, I was looking at that earlier too. There's a whole bunch of archetype art mm-hmm. in there.
2: And also the Xenos Huh. Um a lot of it is from Xenosaga too, which is kinda nice because that's how we can get a lot of the artwork, because a lot of the story in that game is via um cut-scene stills. But yeah.
1: I did play Super Robot Tizen OG Saga and Let's Frontier, mm-hmm. the first one, mm-hmm. and it was good, but like the battle system was kind of weird in certain spots. But uh, I do want to try out the second one really soon. Now that it's fan translated, I'm more motivated to seek out a copy and try that out. Yeah,
0: OG Saga: Endless Frontier was my first like DS game, and really, yeah, yeah, I bought a DS just to play that because, like, oh, Cosmos. But it's it's fun. It was a fun game, but it got really repetitive after
1: a while. Yeah, they didn't really balance it too too well, and. Bosses had a ton of HP, mm-hmm. and then, like, they had this weird thing where they could just break her combo out of nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. so if you weren't, if your timing wasn't, like, really, perfect. really good, mm-hmm. like, perfect, they would just break her combo and just destroy anything you tried to set up on them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was in that, she was in those games, and, of course, more recently, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 as a Rare Blade which everybody wants. I remember the uh, the memes. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> it, on Reddit, it was it was like anytime somebody posted a picture of like Zenosaga two and uh, not Zenosaga, Xenoblade two, and then Cosmos happened to be in it. Like the first comment would be somebody going, "Is this a stealth Cosmos flex?"
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the whole I've got Cosmos club. That was a fun yeah, thing. I joined that very early now. on. It was fun.
3: It took me a while uh, to get her. Like, I, I grinded hours. a lot.
1: Xenofam, I- have you joined the I Also Have Cosmos Club yet? <laughs> yes.
2: No, Please it's let great, know. though, because especially since I wasn't spoiled beforehand that she was in the game, I just happened to trigger her cutscene and I just see her bed and I'm like, oh! and you see it open and you're like, oh! and
5: you see her your
6: head and you're like, oh! basically the this- <laughs> <laughs> so
2: I'm it here was, I'm trying to it be was quiet it was really cool all my roommates are asleep and I'm trying to be quiet but I'm screaming
3: and I'm like
1: <gasps> she's here <laughs> yeah the, her Blade Awakening was really yeah, hype mm-hmm. I, I like loved I said it earlier, I'm like,
3: hoping I saw I saw the announcement like I think they dropped it like what two days before the release or something on Twitter it
1: was not too long before the and, game came and out Like,
3: I was I basically screamed when it came up I was just like what
1: <laughs> yeah I remember that article. It was it was yeah, nuts. It, uh, like, I was really. I was like, "Wow!"
3: Just there, just being like, "Hey, by the way, we we put Cosmos in the game." It was just what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now
2: listen, I'm just saying. Bandai Namco helps with Smash, and Monolith helps with Smash Four. If y'all want to put Cosmos in Smash, so we have more to talk about, that would be nice. Oh, yeah. No complaints here. I've been saying that
1: for months. She like, Kozlov so should be a fighter she in smash. Makes so much she sense. does. She has
2: all the weapons. She's a good representation of the series. She was the most valuable thing in Xenoblade Two in terms of like fan appeal because everyone wanted her because of the hype around her. So, like, can you imagine? Yeah, she'd be wonderful. Even have the same opening cutscene for her, and fans will lose their shit. I am telling you.
4: Yeah, uh, for sure. I will lose my shit. Yep. <sighs> Say
2: right, I'll
1: actually play Smash. Guaranteed. I, was,
2: I only watched the Game Awards because of the rumors that Cosmo's was going to be there, and let me tell you, <sighs> it would have made the Game Awards at least somewhat enjoyable.
3: I, I honestly, I, I was watching the Game Awards for the same reason, and I was very disappointed.
1: <laughs> I was I, like, I, I, I didn't General. believe in that. I was just like, there's no, there's no, no way they're gonna reveal yeah. it at Game Awards. Being
2: a Xenosaga fan, because like help. you know,
1: because you know what was so stupid about that? Like that leak also said that they were going to release Clock Tower during Game Awards, and I'm like, there is no way a Clock Tower port is gonna get announced at the Game Awards, like this mostly Western event, you're not going to announce this niche old-school Japanese horror game okay. that most of these people have never heard of. But at of. the
2: same time, we got Bravely Default 2 of all things?
1: I could believe that, though. <laughs> over Clock Tower or I mean, Cosmos getting revealed. I
2: don't know. I wouldn't even have expected that. I'm happy we got it, but Honestly, I'd say it's was I I'd was say surprised the what
3: they announced uh, Joker... Smash at Game Awards. Yeah. That was also surprising. I think it set a precedent that people
2: got hyped up about and that it didn't happen. And people were like, why didn't it happen? But it only <laughs> happened once, anyways. So it's not a precedent, really. It just happened once.
0: Yeah.
1: But also, can we talk about Cosmos's quest in Heart to Heart and Xenoblade Gian! 2 and how much of a tease Gian! that is?
0: Gian! Oh, my God. That was. Listen, oh, my God. Like.
1: That is like what's also weird about that. Um, it's obviously you have the Shion callback, which is nice. But what really gets me about it is that the game goes out of its way to say that Cosmo's knows about the World Tree. Mm-hmm. Oh, and has all this knowledge about yeah, it. There's
2: also something else. Um, I don't. There's the heart to heart that she has up at the top of the World Tree. But then there's something that was added. I didn't see it until recently. Her Elma Cosmo's and I want to say Mithra. They all have a conversation at the top of the World Tree. And Cosmos seems to know a lot more about what's going on than anybody else. Um, not just about the World Tree. It's kind of implied a little bit to me that she knows why they're all there. Um So I'm just like, Cosmos, <laughs> right. tell me your secrets, please.
1: I, it, this is why I'm saying, like, it's such a tease. Because it's like, it's clear that they're, like, trying to make Cosmos canon to this universe. And that there's, like, there's, like, a gap, right? Between... Where, like, wherever Zenosaga 3 ended versus Zeno Blade 2, so it's like, obviously it's an Easter egg, but at the same time, it's on? just such a tease.
2: Takahashi, what's it's... going on? Yeah. Just tell us. He's just laughing at home.
1: <laughs> oh, he absolutely is.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that and her, um, quests with the, um, was it, what was her name Estelle or?
2: Yeah, uh Astel was it Astel? And it's like it's supposed to be aster in Japanese, um uh, but and it that's... got localized to Astel. So it's the same flower as and, Shion, well, I
0: and think. That... Yeah, cuz the aster flower is Shion in Japanese and I was like, "Okay, you guys totally did that on purpose." Mhm. Oh um, <laughs> They're like, okay, we can't
2: call her Shionuzuki because of copyright, but it's (laughs) Ozuki. Here you go. Which also makes me wonder she's related to Zeke. So does that mean that, like, is there a Jin
3: parallel in this world?
2: Are there parallels of her parents? I'm not sure. How
3: far does it go? I'm not sure. But I mean, they they like doing that stuff, and that's what we like about them, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> we live to quest... see
3: those cameos happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, that quest was big Xenosaga vibes, and I loved every second of it.
3: Yes, I was like, Especially I want more. Why is Martha? it already over? I want more. <laughs> I know.
2: Ugh. Honestly, I would have loved just just a Torna sized game, but instead, it's Cosmos and Elba just going through Martha and telling us what actually happened.
0: <laughs> Tell us. We
2: know. You know.
0: And it's unfortunate that the uh, Coast wasn't tell us uh, they had like one little uh, it's one scene together.
2: line. that's it,
0: yeah, and it's like they were arguing and then they were like agreeing, and then that was kind of it, mm-hmm. it was. Kind of
2: i'm hoping i have a spare hope since all the models exist and they're pretty and xenoblade definitive mm-hmm. is the same engine i'm hoping they use those models for like a challenge mode and all the blades can be super bosses and i've thrown this idea around a lot i would love a duo cosmos and hello super boss it oh my god so mm. nice have that, them like fighting each other sounds, shooting off sounds... around each other yeah. and then like if you aggro them enough they come after you oh, that would be so much fun.
3: Yeah, that and, sounds fun, you know, but also terrifying.
2: <laughs> I know. But Cosmo, <laughs>
3: <Yes>. Cosmo.
2: <sighs> but no, it's, I'm, I don't know. I hope that we see her, and I think it's a very easy use of assets for content, but do I expect it? No, not at all. No. Yeah. <sighs> Unfortunately, this may the last we see of Cosmos for a while if she doesn't come to Smash. Yeah.
4: Well, at least she Yeah, I was gonna say, I didn't really figuring. have that big of an interest in the other games she appeared in. Yeah. Like, um, Xenoblade 2 was, like, the first one I think that I actually, like, I wasn't that interested in Xenoblade 2 when it was announced. But then when they announced that Cosmos was gonna be in, I was like, I have to buy it now. <laughs> i (laughs) I bought xenoblade
2: 2 because i was like well i like xenoblade 1 and i was apprehensive for months and then cosmos was in it and i only found out through gameplay and i was like okay now i won't put this game down and then i put the game down for a month in chapter 4 but it's all cosmos was the one thing that pulled me through the entire game so honestly i think cosmos is the main reason i like xenoblade 2 which is kind of a shallow reason now that i think about it uh, but she she opened the she opened my eyes so I could see all the good past what I was having issues with, so thank you it's full,
0: yeah, cosmos. <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm not gonna lie i my hype for Xenoblade two was kind of low until cosmos was revealed, but then I actually played Xenoblade I think II, I was like, already oh, very it's much a really good game.
3: I was already very much hyped about the game to begin with because it was like. The new model it game, and like, yeah, like it's all everything it about big, it looked good. gorgeous. And it was just like, okay, yeah, I, I really, I really want to see this game. And like, I love how even from the get go, there was already some cameo is like the Zohar shaped stuff again, and all yeah. that. So She's just like, oh my god! Yeah, that's
1: what that's what got us because even when they re- first revealed Pyra and you had the Zohar on her, that was like, oh, what's this? And then you see Mithra, yeah. and
2: my first Mithra in that first trailer, she kind of looks like it in base Xenoblade too, but in the first trailer, I was like, huh, she looks kind of like Ellie. Hmm. Yeah, and then you see a Zohar, I'm like, hmm, What you, what you guys doing over there? What's she doing? And then there was a little sneaky interview. There are no connections to Xenoblade 2 and Xenoblade 1. Do not worry. Takahashi's like, don't worry, there's no Oh, that was such a trolling. <laughs> God.
1: <laughs> and then like chapter 10 happened and everyone just lost their shit. Oh no, party. chapter
2: 7 even was when it was just like, Takahashi,
3: why did you lie? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> God. The moment everyone collectively lost their shit.
3: Yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah.
5: Let's but see. yeah, honestly,
2: other than Xenoblade 2, I actually I saw Cosmos and Crosszone 2 and I was like, oh that's cool. But eh, no real drive to play it. Uh oh uh, I kinda try. games
0: are kind of mm, I have a love hate relationship with them. They're I just wish they were like twenty hours shorter.
5: Yeah.
2: I'd only That's what everybody says. I'd only play for Cosmos and Phoenix Wright characters, anyway. So I'm just like, well, I'm not going to deal with the rest of this game just for that. It's mm. not worth it.
4: Yeah, that's I the weird thing about those crossover games, though. Hmm. It's like I'm only here for certain mm-hmm. certain crossover, and hmm. not everyone I only else. Bo-
2: I honestly only bought Smash Ultimate for the updated Shulk. So I mean, I understand
4: that.
3: Well, for me, there was a bit of that, but there was also a lot of like joker being there i kind of mm-hmm. got sold because he's one of my husbandos <laughs> it was just like okay i really yeah. need to, like oh yeah that whole was nice. five milk yeah, you, like give it to me <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: that's why smash 4 was like really exciting for me because it was like oh man i get to play as shulk and mega man what yeah
2: <laughs> now i'm just saying if cosmos is ever and i'm not i'm kind of on the fence about pack two because pack one it was good but honestly, none of the characters were from series that I cared about, so I was like, "Oh, this is good." But I bought this on day one, and it kind of feels like a waste of money for me personally. But if Cosmos came out, I'd buy the whole pack, no problem.
3: I think the pack no one, problem. for me, the the big highlights were, uh, the Hero of Dragon Quest and. Uh, oh yeah, Joker that was a really good Person one. Of five, yeah. yeah I Super mean, Vino all lights. of them were big. You had Joker. Yeah, I like uh, I like the
1: Fighter Pass one. Just yeah. unfortunately, Terry was other cool. than
2: Persona 5, I didn't play any of those games, and I don't care. I like Three Houses, but Byleth is the character I do not care about. So I'm
3: still confused. I didn't on play that Three course. Houses yet, so I, I'm kind of neutral about yeah. it. <laughs> and no, I was. I
1: understand now, why I they are picked. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like Fighter, Fighter Pass 1, I actually really like it, uh, even though I'm, I haven't really been playing Smash too much. Actually, I don't think I've played it at all in the last like few months. Sane but i do like the uh characters coming out cuz they make sense and um you know they if we're going to talk about characters that are important for like gaming all those characters are important mm-hmm. in their own ways like joker represents atlas and shinigami tensei smts like one of the premier japanese role playing series especially
2: with they got dragon 10.
1: quest yeah and they got the dragon quest characters dragon quest is like One of the biggest franchises in Japan. And then you got Terry Bogard uh, from SNK. SNK, like I know a lot of people are just like, oh, what what what's an SNK? But it's just like, you know what? Like Terry Bogard's been in more games than most characters in Smash, probably. Oh yeah. Like there are so many King of Fighters, Fatal Fury games, or just games with Terry in it, and they've been on pretty much every single major console since 1990. Like, it makes sense for him to be in there. Yeah. So, like, all those characters, and of course, like Banjo-Kazooie, a yeah. lot of people like Banjo-Kazooie, and then Byleth, again, like, you could you could argue that Byleth was a boring pick, but at the same time, though, just going by, like, my Twitter feed, ever since Three Houses came out, people would not shut up about Byleth and how much they like them, how much they like the female Byleth, how much they like the male Byleth. Doing fan art of them, cosplaying them. I'm seeing that all the yeah. time. Ever since Three Houses came out, so when they so when they got announced, and like and, and people were just like, "Oh, why did get announced?" It's like because you guys wouldn't shut up about them for months. Yep. Like, well, I
3: blame <laughs> that's the fans. why they're in
1: this game. Yeah,
3: I just said, yeah, like, like, I don't <laughs> think it's so much of the boring character the way because they did do a very interesting gameplay mechanic with Oh, them. yeah. They so, saved it with yeah. the multiple Yeah, the weapons. gameplay
1: looks really interesting with yeah. them. If it
3: wasn't
2: for that, I'd honestly be... That's, like, the one saving grace of the DLC pack, is they did a Fire bloom character that doesn't just use a sword. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that automatically mm-hmm. makes you much better. Mm-hmm. My issue is not that. I just, like, Three House is a very complex game with a lot of complex characters, and they chose Byleth. But they also picked the best thing to do by having all the different weapons and everything, which is what I want Cosmo's to have. So mm-hmm. take notes, yeah. please take notes, because I would love a weapon switching mechanic like that for Cosmo's.
3: Yes, yeah, same. Oh my god, like mm-hmm. Cosmo's would be interesting for that because she has so many freaking weapons. It's just insane. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's this... her whole
2: thing is bringing out weapons to fight and swapping between them constantly. Like, ooh, she can even have an ammo system. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, just give us Cosmos, please.
3: Yeah, give us Cosmos
2: please. for sure. We just tell me what. Yeah. Delete the like, Art's character. Cosmos only.
4: <laughs> I think the only other game that I wanted to play that I never got to was Namco X Capcom.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Was um, that one dubbed in English? I don't no, think it, it was, was really I believe we got a fan translation. I- oh, did it? Yeah. Yeah, I think it might have. Ooh, the I opening is really cool though because it has like an animated version cool. of Cosmos. It's got uh her with her gatling guns and it's got her waking up in space. Yeah. I always really liked the opening of that game because of oh, the Cosmos stuff that was in Saga it. 3? Uh I don't no, think, I think so. Came I think it was well I think it was like maybe 2004 yeah, or something.
2: Oh, okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting they use that motif of her floating in space. Hmm just fun to
4: think about. Sorry, go on. Hmm. No, you're fine. Yeah, but um, but yeah, um, I've... I never got to play it, but I always wanted to. I will
1: say, that render of Cosmos for a X Capon was one of my favorite pictures of Cosmos.
0: Hmm, that is a really good picture of her.
1: It looks gorgeous.
0: I also played uh, the Bot and Kytos games, which Cosmos was... I mean, besides the Mokos. Mok- <laughs> uh art she was there was a cosmos card in bantan kytos because it's a card-based rpg um but her card was a little anticlimactic because it literally does nothing in the game it's just there to collect and
2: well can't win them all
0: yeah yeah it was just i guess it was just a fun little easter egg but I, i got it and i was like oh what does it do it was like nope it does nothing
2: See, and this is why Cosmos needs to be a super boss in Xenoblade Definitive Edition. It's what she deserves. She deserves <laughs> to be a super boss in every game she comes in.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's. Oh, I guess I guess Momo is an NQS Capcom. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: No, she's
2: having- She's just vibing. She's having a good time. <laughs> And, yeah, Actually, Mom there's don't... another. Thing I do like, like how I do
4: like how Momo sometimes does have a rogue appearance in some cases. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because she's also in the second Super Robot Tyson OG Saga: Endless Frontier game, right? Yeah, she's
2: also in. According to the wiki, she's in a game called Venus and Braves for the PS2, which. Oh. <sighs> I'm not entirely got- sure what this is. Mm-mm. I- it did it. I-
0: I don't think it was it re-released
2: changed, on... No, it was re-released on PSP in Japan in 2011, but it never got a localization. But I can't... What's it called? It's called uh, Venus, and, Venus and, Braves. and Braves. But yeah, I-, I can't even get any detail. It just says on the wiki she appeared in the game. That's all that you actually yeah,
0: get in there. Yeah,
1: Cosmos. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, it looks like There might have been some other Namco characters in here, too. Like, I'm seeing pictures of, like, Tails characters in Hmm, here. That's cool. This might have been, like, a small crossover. Crossover
3: Namco with something else or whatever.
2: It kind of seems to be its own thing, but maybe there's a lot of crossover elements. But even the wiki doesn't have a lot of details, so who knows? Well,
3: then again, like, Namco is kind of big on doing sort of crossovers things. Mm Mm-hmm. Like even with the tales of, there's a lot of like crossover tales of games that don't come mm-hmm. here that they release like daily, yeah. over Japan. Japan So
2: they're very good at acknowledging their past. I like that. Just acknowledge it by giving us a remake.
5: <laughs> Give it to us.
1: Yeah, I- but that's the thing with Namco. Like they they like to put nods to their older games, but not necessarily release yeah. them. That's why if you ever like play. Like, Namco X Capcom or Project Cross Zone, you'll just see all these IPs that haven't received a new game in, like, 20 plus years. Yeah.
2: Even if we just, just make it available on the eShop, I'll buy the exact same game. The exact same Coffee of saga. Just let me play it digitally on my Switch. That's all I want.
3: Honestly, it just, can even be
2: the same aspect ratio just a care. port
3: to work on <laughs> the new technology would be awesome because mm-hmm. that's the, the other thing is that whenever you try to load uh, an old PS2 game so on a new TV it's kind of like mm-hmm. a challenge to make it look good <laughs> Yep. even yeah, with you like, have the right
1: like setup. even
2: with nice cords it's still held back quite a bit and if you can just even just emulating it like not Updating anything at all and just upping the resolution. Kind of like how Xenoblade on We Did. You're just like, oh wow, this was held back. Yeah. Like, it doesn't need a lot in the visuals department. Just let me play. Let me play the game. <laughs> Please. Please. Yeah. I'll give you anything you want, Monolith.
3: <laughs> yeah, but at this point, it's not so much with Molo, it's more with That's yeah. the other
2: issue. Yep. At least it's more likely than a Xenogears remake.
3: Uh, I think, I would say Xenogears would Honestly, have the higher chance I would... because Square goes back yeah. a lot more to their old games while Namco just ignores them. That is them. true.
1: <laughs> I could definitely see a Xenogears port happening soon. Really? Like, not like a remake or anything, but like Directly. just a digital re-release, I could definitely see Square doing one of those very soon. Like, the way they've been doing those Final Fantasy ports. Do you think
2: it would actually be on Switch? I would hope so, because Xeno's on Switch now. Mm -hmm. But do you think they would? I could see
1: them doing it on Switch. Mm -hmm. I could could see them doing it. it. Hopefully, one day.
2: Well, fingers crossed. I would love to be able to play it on a handheld system that I own. And then I can finally... Yeah, I
1: could see them doing it.
0: I guess, I mean, we've kind of already talked about figurines because Cosmos is the queen of the figurines of the Zenosaga series. Yeah. Um um well there was one thing that I've been I've always wondered about. Um do you guys remember that um bust of Cosmos that was at I think it was either Wonderfest or something like that. It was of uh, version four Cosmos. Uh what was it? The the bust of Cosmos Mm, it was at, like I don't know what you're talking about. It was like at Wonderfest. It was it was like huge Cause, Oh uh, wait. Oh wait. I think I f- might have found yeah, it. Yeah, cuz Choco uh, supervised it and uh they put, oh. put out a emission Was it that? Okay. Yeah, it was from, That's cool. Uh,
1: Actually, hold on. I think I found another version that's like colored. Yeah, it's was- yeah, I think this is what Tyler's talking about. Oh,
0: yeah, yes. that. That, is, that is it. That is it. Yeah, that because, is um, I bet that gorgeous. cost a pretty penny. Yeah, I, I, they like showed that off, and then I heard nothing else about it. So I'm like, are are we going to be able to buy that? Or is that just... It might be. A, yeah, it's just a one-time
3: know. thing. Like, some figures sometimes never get released, and it's just a one-time thing mm-hmm. in an event or something. Which is well, sad. Well, I'm hoping...
0: I hope Microsoft (gasps) has it like on display in their office or something, because that would be
2: I'm sorry, I know we moved on to figures, but we forgot one very important crossover. Cosmos was in a baseball game with Xi'on. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, Bandai (laughs) has like um they have like a baseball game and Cosmos and Sheon are there as a duo.
1: Oh you know, I saw that on Google and I thought that was fan. No, that's legit, that's an actual thing.
2: Oh my god.
0: I've always seen, like, random art of that, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "What? what is this? So wait, what game
2: is that uh, from? Let me, so, uh...
0: The wiki doesn't
2: list it. I read about it a few days ago. Hang on one second. You guys can keep talking while I'm looking this up. Sorry, I may be a Yeah, that's bit. fine.
1: Yeah, that that that's very interesting to me. Because I, I was just looking at that picture, too.
0: Yeah, I think I've seen this... the, the Sheon picture as well, and I just thought, yeah, I thought it was Okay, oh, man, sorry,
2: Namco's baseball game, Famitsa. And apparently Cosmos, Shion, and Albedo are featured characters.
3: Albido? Albido.
1: Albido's baseball, wow. Oh my goodness, I found I so I found Art of Shion. Screw Sheon and this. this,
3: this, this Manko, it doesn't yeah,
1: I got a for her, the
2: albedo. It doesn't have albedo, but I'm gonna look through the wiki real fast for oh my
3: albedo. Gosh. I need, I need that's to see amazing <laughs> it is God, that's
4: let's
1: so weird. see mm-hmm. why were it family stadium I'm s- is what. okay the i would name. want to play oh, this okay. game just
3: to see if like albedo laughs like maniac every time she does something
1: <laughs> why why oh that makes sense okay so family stadium is an older namco game and i'm gonna assume that that arts from a more recent iteration oh, of it. Okay. oh my goodness this has a lot of releases well, is it like an arcade so family, game or? It started, it seems like it started off as an old Famicom game back in 86, and there's like a ton of them, and the last one to come out was in 2018 on Switch. Right. So this is like a long-running Namco baseball series.
2: All right.
1: This series is considered a precursor to Namco's own World Stadium, blah, 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 the series has been a commercial success, with over fifty million copies being sold as of twenty sixteen. So yeah, it is like a big series, apparently. Thank you,
0: Cosmos. Um, I, what,
1: Yeah i I gotta see if I can find that Cosmos. Oh, it looks like they put a couple NAMCO characters in there. I can't or find Albedo, unfortunately. Yeah, there's whoa, well, there's also the classic NAMCO characters in here. It's,
2: it's based on like there's version Bravo before, Man, there's Taiko. It's like hold on there. Yeah, Cosmos is version 4 with, uh, with red accents to match and then Xion is definitely based on episode 1 Xion. Mm-hmm. Like, no doubt. She's even got the cute little brain. Yeah,
1: I can't seem to find the albedo mm-hmm. art, but
2: If that's true, I can definitely find the
1: Xion in the Cosmos.
2: I hope that's true, because that's amazing.
1: Mm. Yeah. That would
4: be amazing. Wow. The yeah. thing is, is that which version is it? What was that? Hmm? Which version is it? Oh, which version of the game?
2: Uh, that's a wonderful question. It seems there's very little information on this game. Um, based on the art, I'd say it's a not recent, but I definitely say like post 2010. Um, it almost kind of reminds me of her cross zone art, to be honest. But I don't know. Let's see. Does it say?
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to dig for this one. That's an interesting find. Yes. So there's a crossover wiki for this page. Wait, is this another... Oh, wow, is this a wallpaper? Hold on. I might have found some gold here. I might have found some really nice art, actually, of Cosmos in this. Let's see if so have so on the there source too. of that image.
5: Yeah,
3: I'm not finding
2: anything about the game, unfortunately, on the wiki, so I can't find much more details about it in terms of which version she's in. Sorry about that. That's still
0: a cool find.
2: Yeah. I didn't think it would be relevant. I was just reading through something a few days ago, and I found that. I was like, okay. And then we were talking about
0: (laughs) um, this. I was like, okay. I love that picture. Wow.
1: Yeah, that's, like, really cool art. Mm -hmm.
0: That's super good.
1: Wow, this is neat, because I've never heard of this game before. I
0: almost feel like Cosmos would be oh,
4: is the
2: OP in baseball. Uh, it's the 2011 right? yeah. version, from the looks of it. Maybe oh, it looks to be 11? the title. Yeah.
1: Oh, there's like... Okay, so it looks like Cosmos is a card. I, actually, I found some screenshots of Cosmos. Yes,
2: Ooh. okay. There we go. We're getting to the bottom of this.
1: Yes. We're making progress. Oh, we're
2: lengthening our episode by talking about Cosmos playing baseball.
0: <laughs> hey, we're, we're on. We're-
1: there's like other Nampo characters here too. Like, I'm seeing a picture of Valkyrie from this. Like, Valkyrie no Densetsu. Um, there's pictures of like Wonder Momo in this and Bravo Man. I have never heard of this and I don't know why I've never heard of this. This is like. This is cool. I think I
2: found out about this through like a YouTube video. It wasn't even about There's Kosovo. a picture of Klonoa in oh. this. <laughs> wow, that's wonderful. Now I want to play.
1: Yeah, all these Namco characters are in this game. What? There's Ivy and, like, all these Soul Calibur characters. What is this?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Only here in Zeta Chat. Yeah,
1: alright, I'm going to get all these pictures. I'm just going to dump them into our Discord. And, and then, Tyler, you can put some of these in the episode.
0: Yeah, we'll, uh, when we make the video version... Definitely look forward to that.
1: But I have not found any albedo art. Yeah, yet. Yeah,
0: I can't find any proof
2: of that. So maybe disregard that for now. But if that is true, that would be so hilarious.
4: God it would be.
0: Oh, I hope
2: Shion. he laughs just like in game.
4: Shion looks so good. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good picture. <gasps> that is Ooh, a really good picture.
2: Oh, is it on DS? Oh. Okay. Actually, you know what? If it's on DS, I can find this easily. Hold up. What was the? What is the full name of the game, Justin? Do you know?
1: So, Famista or Family Stadium? Okay,
2: I'm gonna look up a uh, sprite sheet and see if I can find him. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, oh.
1: If it's even been dumped. No.
2: Okay. Huh. Man, I tried. Well, okay.
1: Ah, uh, that's all right. But yeah, this might be one of those things where you might have to track down a copy of it somewhere, and then like see how far wonder, get, you can get. I wonder. You know
2: who may know? Valkyrie may know. I should ask her, and we can put Valkyrie a video in there in mm-hmm. the video if we happen to find that. Let's
1: see. Because that'd be nice. That'd be really neat if like somebody could get footage of this. Mm-hmm. Let's
2: see, but yeah, more you know. All right.
0: Yeah. Well, I think this might be a good stopping point, unless there's any like specific figurines or anything. That we no. haven't really kind of talked about.
3: I think it's good. I think that's it.
0: Alright. Well, this has been our Cosmos episode. Um, she is amazing. And all the things. And she still lives on. And all of us. And in all of her cameos. And figurines. Um, so. I guess at this point. Let's kind of. Uh, I guess we can wrap things up and uh go around and if there's anything you want to plug or anything you can do so um we'll start with uh, you Justin is there any- you got anything
1: going on no not really uh just kind of business as usual finishing up some projects trying to play some other games i just beat resident evil 3 oh. the remake and i enjoyed it it was really fun it's different than the original but I do think that they did a pretty decent job.
0: Okay, because that was like one of my favorite Resident Evils uh, growing up, so that's that's
1: good to hear. It's going to be different. They changed quite a bit, but I don't necessarily think all the changes were for the worse.
0: I heard it was also short. Is that
1: true? Or I mean, it took me oh. about eight oh, hours to that finish was a it. A decent amount. Yeah. You could definitely do it in a lot less time. Like there's people who I think beat it in a little over an hour. Oh god. So there's definitely ways where you can just breeze through it, but like the pacing is great. Like it just keeps you moving. So that's really good.
3: That's, that's good.
0: cool. Okay. Um Uh Mary, what do you got going on?
3: Um, nothing much, considering all the conventions are being canceled. so it's just like um. just staying in wait. And I currently don't work at the moment either, so I'm just at home playing games and we'll see. A lot of Animal Crossing with you guys. (laughs) Animal Crossing (laughs) That's pretty much it.
0: (laughs) Alright. how about you, David?
4: Basically in the same boat. (laughs) I've just been like hanging out. I've been like playing Animal Crossing, trying to get blue roses for like the past couple of days, so
0: Oh how goes your blue rose
4: hunt? I've got, like, every color except for blue, so I'm a little sad about it, but... Soon. 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 (laughs) Hopefully soon um... we
2: get some, like, solid information on how to actually get these hybrids, because everyone's freaking out about, like, what's actually right.
4: Oh, yeah, all the guides out there have been wrong. Like, I've gotten... I've gotten, like, black flowers from flowers that people said that I couldn't get black flowers from, so... Like, this is false. <laughs> but, yeah. Right, I'll figure uh, it out.
0: Yeah, you'll, you'll get it. Um, Chris, was, is there any, like, projects or social media or anything like that you'd like to share?
2: No, I have nothing going on with this quarantine. I've just been dumping 200 plus hours into Animal Crossing.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well I, I, I guess I'm... In the same boat, I'm not working either at the moment, and I've been, yeah, hanging out with you guys in Animal Crossing and writing articles here and there, but uh, yeah, I haven't really been doing too much myself. Yeah.
3: also uh started first of fire royal, I forgot to mention that, but I did get the oh, collector yeah. edition Friday, and I was just like,
4: <laughs> nice, I'm still salty right. that's not on Switch, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm, just, I'm just saving up for Final Fantasy 7. It's coming soon, <gasps> so Oh yeah. Yeah, that
0: looks really good. Um, alright. Um as far as episodes go, um before this there should have been the uh music interview with Purple Shaw and Anime Vivi, and then there was also our Sight and Episode with the guys of Retrograde Amnesia um as far as future episodes go um um i know we want to do that zeno cafe episode sometime soon but other than that i don't think we have much on the docket um, yeah for future episodes
2: we have too much time we've done too many episodes recently so now we got to plan more
0: (laughs) yeah yeah we've done this is our third week in a row with recording yeah. episodes. So I have three episodes to edit now. So I I think we should probably take a little break yeah. until I can yeah. get some of this edited. <laughs> take a
2: breather. We got time. We have plenty of time.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's all we got right now is plenty of time. <laughs> um, But yeah, uh, thanks everyone for listening and thanks to all you guys, especially Chris, uh, for uh, joining me tonight. Um, yeah, no so, problem. Yeah, and definitely would love you to come back if... Oh, yeah, definitely. I'd be
3: down.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, yeah, thanks again, uh, fam, for listening and have a good night.
5: Good night.
6: Good night.
1: Bye. All right. Take care.
6: My external appearance is down 5%. Shion, I need to be cleaned.